owe tax and not paying tax, not paying tax, whatever. And I, I thought it was fucking hilarious. I mean, <laughs> whether or not it's real or not, the meme was funny. That's real. Yeah. And fucking, I was getting, D- I was getting some gnarly fucking DMs from some, from right dudes. Like it's not fucking funny. Like that's all a lie. I'm like, the meme is real. It's funny as fuck. Like whether or not he, people he, can't take a joke though, dude. And I, I do the same thing with, the with, you know, Dems and Republicans and, I get, I get DMs from both sides. Like, who are you for? I'm like, it's none of your business. <laughs> it isn't. And people making their friendship opinion based on your political beliefs. That's the worst, it, bro. It, it, that, that's the same as making your, you know, your friendship decision based on your religious beliefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who exactly. gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Like believe what you want to believe. You know, if we're, if we sink, if we're friends, if we, you know, have interest and you're a good person, fuck it. We're friends. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I, I see the way I see it. It's like, uh, uh politics is like religion. Oh, yeah. if I'm Catholic, you're Christian and you're a Mormon or, or atheist or whatever, yeah. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. No, exactly. That, that's, that's what works for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. Clap, clap there. Clap, clap. You on? I don't know. Wait, now that might have messed me up though. Cause now I got. <laughs> All right. Get your chi right. What is up everybody? Um, I guess we're not good at intros because we didn't do an intro in our last one, but um, I'm here with my co-host, Lorenzo. A.K.A. Broke-Ass Sexual Chocolate. (laughs) And my good friend here, Hernan from Engrave It. How we doing? How we doing? Yeah. So this is kind of fun for me because I brought somebody in here who... Some people in the motorcycle industry definitely know who this guy is. He's an he's an, a straight OG in the hand engraving world. But if you're in the lowrider scene, you definitely know who this man is. He's uh you know the king of engraving, the, the master, if you will say, even though he doesn't like to be called that. I don't like to be called master. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love you know when I first started working with Hernan. Um, you know, and got to know him and we got to start telling stories, you know, it was fun because we, we kind of knew some of the mutual people, which is, was interesting because we came from two different sides of things. And then at, the more we got talking, I was like, man, this, this motherfucker's interesting as shit. So, you know, kind of let's talk about how you started doing what you do. That's always the interesting story for me. All right. Oh, hold, um, on, hold on. I'm freaking going. So, just, just so everybody knows his Instagram is uh, engrave it. Check it out. It's he's got some gangster shit. Engrave yeah. underscore yes. it. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I started kind of by everybody says not to say by accident, but it's uh it I started with um fuck. It was when I was twelve years old, I saw my first lowrider magazine. Uh-huh. All right. So uh my dad used to take me to a thing called Frisco's car hop in Downey. And it would be like hot rods and street rods. And then maybe some low riders would show up. And I remember there was a, an Impala there that, you know, candy apple red with some Freddy Krueger mule murals on the back. And I always told my dad, man, I'm going to end up doing murals like that. I want to do murals like that. So, uh, obviously fast forward all these many years, I don't do murals, but I do engraving on a bunch of low rider cars that are very well known, uh, have won many titles and awards and stuff like that. But backing up, I, uh, ended up, uh, going home and I was 12 years old and I had a newspaper out and I ended up buying an airbrush and I started practicing airbrushing on like shirts and stuff like that. And it was like, okay, this is, this is pretty cool. I'm going to keep doing this, you know? Um, and we ended up uh, moving forward a little bit when I was like, man, this airbrush is not as good as I wanted it to be, you know, or or what I thought it was. Obviously I'm a kid, newspaper out money. Mom and dad couldn't afford to buy shit like that. What, what, you know, and the reality speaking. And 
Um, so one day, I guess my dad's coworker, he, he knew more about airbrushing from building model cars. And he's like, Hey, you know, your son really, he talks to me about all this stuff. You know, when the few times that you, I've talked to him about airbrushing, you could get him a Pache airbrush. So I, yeah, they actually got me one for, for my uh, 13th birthday. Yeah. And I started airbrushing and doing a little more details and trying to be cool and doing the fucking shirts and all that shit. Right. So moving forward, uh, I got into trouble. We'll just say, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, when I was like 16 and my dad's like, Hey, um, you know what? I'm, I'm originally back up. Sorry. Interrupt the story, but I'm originally from Argentina from South America. So yeah. my older sister was living over there with one of my aunts and she's, he's like, Hey, you know what? Can you, you want to go visit your sister? And, uh, and I'm like, well, shit, I still have one more year of high school, but yeah, well, I didn't know that my sister was telling him like from other friends that we knew, like, Hey, he's getting in trouble. He's being a dumbass. Yeah. He's oh, fucking up. He's oh, he fucking up. up. So like, you know, get him out of, let's get yeah. him out of this shit. And even though I didn't grow up in the hood or not like that, it wasn't like we were in gangs or not like that. It was just, we were doing stupid shit. Yeah. But you get, I to, was you doing, get to pick what you want to do sometimes. Bro, I was doing stupid shit. I, I you know, smoking weed from doing acid, nitrous, yeah. all that stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, fuck, I'm not going to say if you're smoking weed, that's cool, whatever. But it just, that's what I was fucking up. Yeah. I was getting around the wrong crowd. Yep. So I went to Argentina, came back and I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I was out there for like eight months because at that time I didn't have papers. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I had like (laughs) an expired residency card, but since I'm fairly light complected and I speak good English, like I could fly into Mexico and then just walk across at that time. It was a lot easier. You say, yeah, I'm a U.S. citizen. Was it the 90s? Uh, It was 94, 95, 95. Oh, yeah, that's my cakewalk. So I was like, I was 17 and I turned 18 in Argentina and I came back, right? So I was like, Fuck, came back and then I was like, fuck, okay, I'll try this airbrush shit again, you know? Yeah. Get back in the groove. Oh no, well, my parents had taken away the airbrush because I got caught fucking smoking weed. It, using, a couple using different times. for a pipe and shit. <laughs> well, believe it or not, believe it or not, now that you said that, that's fucking funny, but yeah. it's, it is funny, but it's true. Yeah, um, exactly. They have that little, uh, the little bowl, on top the little those, bowl you know? like, well, not that little bowl on top. The airbrushes used to come with this little air, uh, bowl that you put on the bottom and you mix the paint. Uh-huh. Oh, I would do that and I would carry that little bowl, right? And then we would smoke with my buddies and try to sneak in in football games and shit. And that's how I got caught. Yeah, one time. yeah. So, hey, fuck, you live and you learn, whatever, oh, yeah. right? And, um, I never got arrested or nothing like that, but Pops was always real lenient with me. Um, but yeah, dude, so I come back from Argentina and my Pops is like, look, you're going to fucking go to school or you're going to work? What are you going to do? And he's like, my Pops worked for a Volvo dealer. Yep. And he's like, hey, you know what? They have a fucking open spot. You're not going to school yet. What are you going to fucking do? Um. So it's a lot boy washing cars and yeah. shit like that. Right. Or and I'm like, all right. So I was already 18 and I'm like, fuck. All right, cool. So then I got promoted into like the parts department. And then sometimes I would go to deliveries and one of the managers is like, Hey, I need you to go buy this bike shop. So I was like, all right. So I went by this local bike shop in Whittier and, uh, uh, they had like a aftermarket Schwinn Stingray. And I say aftermarket because it was like the, what they look like a Stingray, but yeah. it's like the lowrider bike style that was mm-hmm. like, they started producing them. I think they were called Oslon cruisers or something like that at the time. And, uh, sounds like I asked the guy, Hey, how much is that? And I remember in high school telling all the guys that like, we're all into lowrider bikes. I was like, ah, you guys, 
I could build a better bike than that shit. I could build a better bike. And so I bought this bike and then uh, I started doing it. And then I was like, well, fuck, dude, what kind of theme am I going to go with this bike? Like, I'm not Mexican. I'm obviously not black. And what I'm white skin color, but not what everybody would consider white. Right. I mean, that's the reality of my thinking. And I was like, well, shit, I'm going to call it Argentinian pride. Yeah. And that was it. And I started doing that and then doing that. And even the display and the turntable for the bike was like the map of Argentina with the colors of the flag. And then that's how I made an entrance into the scene. Yeah. From a low rider bicycle. Right. And so Dang. fast forwarding. This is still the nineties, right? You're still- yeah. So this is 96, 97. I busted out the bike. I probably seen that shit. Cause I was always buying the low rider magazines at that so, time. So we, we came out on a low rider bike magazine Yep. and then I was like, all right, I'm going to get some engraving done. Right. And cause they, at that time in cars, it wasn't, but for bikes, it, you get points for, you know, paint, pinstriping, airbrushing, uh, upholstery, you know, cause they did all the pimp daddy shit. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. The uh, velvet tuck, whatever the fuck it's yeah, called. Yeah. Right. And then, um, so I was like, man, you know what? I want to get some engraving cause I like it. I've always liked it on firearms. I always like, I got, I was always hyped over that shit. So, yeah. um, I sent it to a guy and then I get it back. But before I sent it, I got one of those little, little craftsman engravers. Oh, and, and I was like, yeah, I'm badass. You know, I'm going to fucking engrave over the chrome and shit. And I was like, all right, cool. So I do that. I send it to a boy. I said, Hey, you just need to go over it. Yeah. Well, all right. He uses a rotary type dental tool kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, we fucking sends it back. I'm hyped, dude. I'm here at 18, you know, barely make a minimum wage and shit, putting all my money. And I'm still going to school full time because by that time I was like, you know, I need to do something with myself. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And then, um, dude, I get, I get the parts back hyped. You know, he went over my design, added a little bit more and, uh, I sent it to the Chrome shop along with some other parts and I get it back from the Chrome shop. I'm all hyped to pick it up and the fucking engraving's gone. And it's like all like, very, very low silhouette of the engraving yeah. under the chrome. I told the chrome, I was like, dude, what the hell did you guys do? And I was pissed. Here I'm like 18, you know, like punk oh, kid, yeah. you know. That, Just spent all your fucking money and shit. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I remember exactly the amount I spent on the engraving. It was like 350 bucks. Damn. And then it was probably another hundred and something bucks in chrome or whatever. Right. It wasn't. That's like two, two grand right now. Right. Yeah, that's about, about, you know about, what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a shit ton of money at that time. So <laughs> the, the guy's like, Look, man, you don't know about Chrome, but whoever did those parts, they they didn't strip and polish them to raw metal. So we we had to they had nickel and chrome from China on them. You had to take them down, and then so fucking erased half of the engraving. Damn, I was like motherfucker, dude. All yeah. right. So then I hit up homeboy, the guy who did them, and um, me and him are still friends to this day. Yeah, and yeah. then like I was like, dude, like he's like, oh, I thought they were, and I was like you thought they were. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So then move forward. I, I take the bike out. I bust it out. And one of the judges at some of the shows, they would be like, Oh, look, cause I would ask the judges like, Hey, what else do you need to do? Cause I'm getting like second or third against this guy. What's what the competitive level st- starts busting out. Right. Yeah. So then they're like, Oh, well your engraving's real light, dude. And you need a little bit more candy, a little more pinstriping, a little, I'm like, fuck. All right. And so I started doing all this paint modifications. I'm like, well, I'm going to get this other shit engraved my rims and this and get more points in that place. Plus, I like that shit. Yeah. So then the guy's like, hey, dude, um, I call him up and I'm like, hey, 
can, can you do these other parts? He's like, yeah. Well, he quoted me two grand. Ooh. So I was like, dude, all right, let me think about it. And I was just like, that shit ain't happening. Yeah. That's, Fuck, that's, yeah. That's a universal note is let yeah. me think yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's funny because I obviously get calls like that now oh, or, or a lot of DMs, <laughs> right? And it's it's fucked up because I feel for them, but at the same time I'm like, dude, I've been there, bro. Like you don't yeah. think I have, but I've been there. Oh, yeah. Whether it's with a car or motorcycle, you got fools that are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars 100%. and and they're still gonna try to nickel and dime you. And I understand because yep. dude, when I want some custom, the only difference I think is I've learned that I don't build a full-blown project because I'm a nitpick fuck oh, when yeah. it comes to certain things. And so, yeah, so the guy gave me that quote, and I was like, nope, that shit ain't happening. Yeah. So here I am working at the parts department, Granger's catalog. Oh, shit, air engraver. Cool. I get that air scriber engraver that you mark your tools with. Yeah. Yep. So it's a little step up from the, ele- the little from electric the, craftsman. Yeah, craftsman. So I'm like, all right, this tool's $400. Yeah. Fuck it. 400 bucks, yeah. I'm going to get $2,000 worth of shit. So I strip and polish the parts. I scribe everything down, referencing engraving books yep. from the library. No fucking Google. The library. The Damn. library, the 90s, bro. Baby. Throwing yeah. it back. That's so the 90s. You, you got to figure when I started fucking with that shit, it was like 96. Yeah. AOL so, was still going. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> I fucking. <laughs> that's funny. That's so true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, 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 uh, you know, I was a freshman in high school in 96. Uh, so I'm a little older. A little bit. Yeah. Yep. So I'm 43. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, I fucking get that tool. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I think I'm a badass and shit. And all I'm doing is chicken scratching that shit. That's yep. kind of where that term no chicken scratch comes from, right? Yep. So, um, so I do the bike. I busted out the 97, um, 1997 Sacramento Super Show. Rebusted out. Boom. All this engraving. And I was like, or I told myself, look, I'm going ITT. I'm going to become a CAD drafter. I don't fucking need to fuck with this shit. One of my partners, he's like, bro, where he was building a badass trike. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, he's like, come on, bro, do some bike parts, do some bike parts. And I was like, no, 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 no. Until you kept bugging the shit out of me. And I'm like, all right, I'll do your headlight. I'll do this and I'll do that. And that's it. Well, the fucker comes out on the cover of Lowrider Bicycle Magazine at the time that they still had it. So then after that, I had another guy ask me from another club Damn. and then it was like another guy. And it's funny cause I just uh, did the Long Beach motorcycle swap meet this weekend. Right. Yep. And, um, uh, I had a guy come over and you know, everybody's wearing the mask. So it's kind of like hard to tell who they are sometimes. And he's like, it was a father and son. You could tell it was an older gentleman. And, uh, they're like, Oh, you don't remember us, but you did a bike for us back then. I'm like, Oh, it's kind of hard to tell your mask. They pulled the mask down. I'm like, dude, you guys were one of my first customers ever. That's crazy. Besides my buddies that I kind of knew already. Yeah, huh? yeah. And uh, from a club or from like a closer friendship kind of to the club. And I'm like, yeah, I remember the, the bike's name, Little Chief. And they're like, oh, shit, you do remember. I'm yeah. like, dude, I have pictures from a fucking 35 millimeter camera that I used to print out. Damn. And I still have those in like one of those portfolio, portfolio yep. book, right? And it was like, shit. They're like, so... That's funny that, you know, we're talking about that shit right now, but so the shit kind of gets wind or whatever. And then uh, I start getting hit up by a couple car guys and I'm like, dude, this does not look good. Yeah. This work doesn't look good. Like I'm telling myself that. And there was engraving school that I had researched, but it was way far. It was during the week and it was like 
out of my price range. Yeah. And then nobody else would give me the time of day as far as engravers. And so I started calling like Smith and Wesson that they offered like a limited edition, like engraved hand engraved guns and some other companies. And they're like, they finally put me on to the company that I have my equipment till this day. Wow. So I've had my equipment since 1998. Same shit, same, same equipment, but wow. I have different, I mean, now I have multiple machines yeah, and yeah, shit, yeah. right? Same brand, um, everything that you're still same using. Brand, same brand, everything. Wow. And then that's the brand that I teach classes with now too. So I okay. teach private one-on-ones. So, but, uh, so that, that equipment, when I started, first I, I tried to find that rotary tool that old boy was using and I, I got it and I returned it. I was like, this is not what I'm looking at. So there was only a couple guys that did, that I knew of, there was like, shitload of like uh firearm engravers right uh around the country yeah but there was only a couple guys that i knew of that did lowrider cars and there was a man named rudy pena from northern california from castro valley that he did a lot of like he did a lot of arlen ness's shit back in the day yeah yeah um and then he there was another guy um a place called robert's tire and wheel in colorado that offered engraving and that's that's what i wanted i wanted like that style engraving that was nicer, deeper, but thin cuts, but deeper. And they offered this chrome and gold shit. Yeah. And then I'm like, man, that, that that's what I want to do. Well, I came to find out in the future that it was Jeremy Potts that would do that. Gotcha. Which he's still doing it to my day. And that if that man ever hears this, like he's the reason real in reality, why I wanted to be, yeah, yeah, he was my inspiration. And, and there was a lot of other hand engraver guys that I knew, but that they wouldn't do car and motorcycle shit. And, um, so I got this other equipment, but I'm like, shit, this equipment costs three grand. Wow. So I was like, crap, dude, I can't afford that. Now this is after busting out my bike. I already had some engraving. I kept doing it, but for buddies and, uh, I didn't have the money. And, uh, uh, a friend of mine, uh, they let me borrow their card, their credit card. And I thought it was a joke. And I was just like, Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do, I'll, I'll bank you payments, whatever. Yep, you know, yep. I just want to get this stuff. And, so I bought the equipment, three grand on on somebody else's card. card. <laughs> and um, dude, I I ended up using that machine and I'm like, dude, this is way different. This is chiseling out metal. And I didn't know how to sharpen my chisels. And yeah. they obviously didn't offer like a pre-sharpened chisel. It oh, was really like, so it came to you not ready to yeah, go. No. And so I bought a video, a VHS video, right? Yeah. So at this time I was still living at home with my mom and dad. The VHS was in the front room. So I would have to bring my engraving equipment to the fucking living room oh, with the VHS, put the VHS and sharpen it. And then the sharpening that they would show you was for the type of engraving they offered, but not what I wanted to learn. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to fucking have to keep playing with this. So it took me a year before I actually um, did any engraving with that, with that equipment. Wow. By myself. I would have gave so, up. Yeah. Well, it's a bitch because, and then to top it all off, uh, my pops had a two car garage yep. and he would do mechanic work on the side. Yep. After hours, he would come and do work for cars, not customizing, just oil changes, brakes and shit like that. And he would be like, you can't use my fucking workbench until I'm done. So he would be done like at nine, 10 o'clock at night sometimes. Yep. I'm like, fuck. So I would only be able to set up my shit, clear it all out, put all his shit back. Yeah. So I would probably practice. I won't say every single day, but I would do it like three to four times a week. Yeah. I was set up on the weekends. It was cool. Cause I would beat him. I would either wake up early or stay up later, you <laughs> yeah. know, and practice. And, um, the first thing I ever did that like people actually saw 
was an upper control arm, upper A-arm uh, that was molded, right? So on the low rider cars, they mold the yep. arms or extend them and shit for yep. the hydraulics. I molded that. We did the, we engraved, I engraved it, chrome and gold plated it. And what I would do with the crossbar from the control arm and then with some, uh, some uh, black and white business cards that I made at my old job. Mm -hmm. I, um, by this time I was a drafter. I had a degree, you know, I had a decent paying job and I, uh, I made some black and white cards, cut them up, put them in my back pocket. And I would walk with that arm at the shows until people would stop me. And they're like, Oh, who did that? I did it here. Yep. You know? And it was like my little marketing that I didn't even know was fucking called marketing. Yeah. Right. Know? And then what I did you just knew that thing would get you some little attention. Yeah. And I guess I did something right because before obviously all social media, what I did from the get go, I call, I did a website and it was expensive. I remember one of my coworkers going like, how much did you pay on your credit card for that shit? I would max out my credit card and it wasn't like a ridiculous amount of credit card, but it was like, dude, if I had a $1,500 bounce, like, amount, yep. I would almost max out the fucking card because the website would charge you for your traffic that we'd let into it. Yeah. It's websites not like, were way different in the nineties oh, yeah. and early two thousands and time. shit. Yeah. And it was like a template, but it was like this traffic. So if you went over so many hits, you were paying X amount per hit. Yeah. It was weird. And, um, that is, and that's a weird system. Yeah. And that's how it was at the time. I mean, if somebody did it different back then you're talking about 98, something like that, 98, yep. 99. Right. So they, um, so dude, sometimes I get, and I, I, I kind of fucked it up myself. So I, I made a website, hernanscustomengraving.com. And then what I did, I would go to car shows and I had an expensive ass digital camera, a 1.2 megapixel camera. And I would take pictures. I didn't care where the floppy disk would go inside it still. <laughs> well, no, not that bad. I it was, it those. was a bigger memory card, but it was, it was still pretty bulky. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I would go to the shows and I would love going to the shows at the time and I'd take pictures of anybody's car, bike, motorcycle, and post it and put, I would have to upload that fucking thing. I would have to stamp it with a Hernan's custom engraving.com. And then I would put it on my car show. So what I, when I would pass out a car to go, look, you could go to my website and see your car or see this show. It's posted on there. Yeah. So I was doing what guys are doing for social media now. Yeah. You, you, you were, know? you're the get go. You're but, the OG Instagram. Yeah. But that, that I had to, because I had no other way, you know, like, okay, how am I going to attract people to my work? Yeah. Well, I'm not dumb. I'm walking around with the thing. And at that time I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, Yeah. but obviously somehow it worked. And then the website, it attracted people. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm getting attraction. Then there was a website called layalo.com that started in one maybe, maybe sooner than 01, but Layalo, I started posting pictures on there. It was like a, a low rider forum, right? Yeah. So I started posting and people would attract more and more. And then I was like, oh shit, now I'm getting too many hits on this fucking website. So that's when I would fucking max out my card. I have to fucking pay it down. And here I am, all I'm doing is I'm paying for something to people to see my work pretty much. Investing, right? investing. Well, at that yeah. time I didn't, I what, didn't see it as what, that. What area was this? What, uh? what area were you, were you well, working or living so, in at the I'll say, time? Okay, so I grew up in the city of Whittier, right next oh, to uh, okay. La Mirada, La Habra. Yeah, yeah, And Because yeah. um, everybody, when they say, like, Whittier, they're like, oh, East LA, Whittier Boulevard. And I'm like, no, 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 that's, that's East LA, Montebello. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's just a street, you know? Yep. Like, I'm actually in the city of Whittier. Yeah, I grew up there since I was, like, six, okay, seven, okay. seven years old, maybe. Okay, yeah. so you, you were deep in there, because that, that area back in, because I remember growing up, um, you know, like I said, I spent time in San Diego and, and in Long Beach. So mm -hmm. Hawaiian Gardens, um, yeah. Artesian, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Hawaiian Gardens. And, was big and, you know, 
I, I have the, you know, the Hispanic family. So of course, you know, I, I grew up deep in that, you know, yeah. that, that low rider, that, yeah. that, the that car culture. Yeah. 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 So I remember seeing that stuff. So it, back then in the nineties too, it was hard. Oh yeah. yeah. It was hard. That was, it, different, it, it, that was a different time. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. It feels like a lifetime ago. Dude, it, for sure. It, it does. Dude, <laughs> like, like when you really start thinking, like if, if I start, like I start closing my eyes and kind of going back to my nineties, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. it's it, a different life. I, I feel like doing what he was doing, Oh. You know, in in that time, I mean, even now, but even then, that's when like I'm I'm like that's when Lowrider magazine was oh, hitting. Yeah. Oh, heavy. it was. They had like, 16 shows nationwide yeah. yep. for their tour, and now you got to figure they have they themselves only have I think two shows a year. Obviously, this year they didn't have shit. Yeah, but like they have two shows themselves, and then there's only two other shows that are sanctioned, which are like lowrider approved kind of thing. Yeah. Remember they were but, fucking blasting out CDs. Oh, then yeah. Were, yeah. Everything. Remember that, that shit, bro? Yeah, I, I, I remember, I remember trying to sneak lowrider magazines into the bathroom oh, with right, me. Yo. Dude. Yo. Like, <laughs> bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, little knuckle babies in there. So yes, I mean, I mean, listening to, listening to, you know, what you were doing and stuff like that, like the hustle, oh, yeah. like fuck. And that time, like, well, what's wild for me too, though, is, is that you, had this hustle, this dream that you were chasing at such a young age. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's even for, you know, for me, like I, I had no, I was chasing booty and weed at 16, 17, 18, you know, through, you know, I just worked and had a job, didn't know what the fuck I was doing, you know, like it, it's crazy as time progressed. I mean, um, shit, I remember stories of, uh, one of my friends, he, he, or a couple of them, they would be like, Hey, come on, we're going to go out to the bar or whatever club. Right. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, dude, I gotta, I, I'm working. Like, I gotta do this shit. And yeah. then I would, since I worked my regular day job, and then had to do a shit at night or on the weekend. Sometimes they would go out want to party, and I'm like, dude, I can't. Yeah. And they'd like hit me up, like, hey, you still up working? And I'd be like, one in the morning, they pass by through with some tacos and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, from the taco <laughs> truck or some shit. And I'm like, dope. But those are cool stories that I have that nobody else will know. And those guys are oh. the only ones that really know. They remember that what shit, that yeah. fuck I had to do or the overnight yeah. shifts that I had to do. Yep. And I say call them overnight shifts, but the shit that I had to stay up all night with no fucking drugs or nothing like that. Just yeah. did it just because I wanted it. Yep. And I still want it. And that's the problem. It's like I was just telling one of my apprentices the other day is it's like, dude, the, the main problem with people is that they start hard. Yep. And they give it all they got and then they get it and then they fucking let it go. Yep. And it's like, dude, every year it's just like one more thing for the, for the next. And I think I might've even told you this, Steve, like before is like, is I've been doing this shit for 22 years. I've been self-employed for 18 years. I've only been taking this shit really serious for the last six years. Yeah. And people are like, Oh, when you had your kids and my boys are 10 and 11, dude, like I was still fucking off. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm a big boy enough to admit that shit. Oh, you yeah. know? And most people can't. No. They're like, oh, well, no, yeah, my kids. No, no, that's cool. Maybe that worked for you, but not for me. I knew, I know where I started taking it serious. Yep. I know, I know exactly. And it's shown in the last six years. Yeah. And, and p- people that know, they're like, that, that's bullshit, dude. Cause you were this, you're like, just cause you come out on the TV show or magazines yeah. or this or that, that don't make shit. No. If you can't, uh, you know, stride in life and better yourself, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, it's personal it's, growth sometimes means yeah. a lot more than just fucking having your picture in a magazine or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you, how many, how many TV shows have you been on now? Um, um, a few. You're the first, one of the first people I've ever met that's been on TV. Well, it's fucking not all that. I know, but it's still not fun. All that, dude. It's still, just, you know, 
I, I, it's I'm, cool, I, I grew up, you know, like I'm a fucking gearhead in this sense. Mm-hmm. Dude, I grew up around uh, custom cars and like not because it was a family thing, just because that's what I liked. So right. I had to seek it out. Like, dude, that's doing this motorcycle shit that I do. This didn't come from like, oh, my dad rode Hardys. Nope. Right. Nobody in my family ever rode Hardys besides me. Like, you know, I was the one. Well, that's me with lowriders. Like, I'm so, a fucking total outcast in the Argentinian community. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, you like lowriders? Shit. What what's what's like, the normal? You like all the cholo shit? Like, that's what my mom and dad, I mean, I hate to even say this, but it's the truth, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, you go by what the media is saying. Yeah. Right? And you looked at the early 90s, even the early 2000s, and, sh- and it was, dude, in, in car, and that, that's what I, that's one thing that I don't like when directors and producers do that shit. They put the guy that's doing the drive-by in a lowrider, like, dude, oh, yeah. guys that I've known that done that kind of shit, they never drive those kind of cars. Mm. No. No, and if it is, it's a primered out Regal, and it's, yeah. it's all fucked up, you know. Like it ain't, it ain't a, it ain't a '63 convertible Impala with all the accessories and all the toys and whistles yeah. and spoke triple gold Dayton's. Yeah, yeah, like, and and it's, but that's society. That's a not society, but it's it's the media that made it that. Yeah. So mom and pops were like, "Oh, you're gonna be doing that? You well, you don't need to quit your job." And they weren't like, like my kids will know that I run a business because they've yep. grown through it. They saw me working at home. Yep. They saw me work at my shop in Pomona and then back at home and then back in Ontario and now in Rancho. So it's like, they've seen that and they've seen the growth. Yep. So they're going to be like, fuck, you can be your own boss yep. and make good money yep. and, and support a family and support other families. Yeah. And um, it's. That's what I try uh, to show my kids through all this too. Same, yeah. same situation. And they might not get it right now. No. And I don't expect them to get it right nope. now, but but I didn't grow up like that. So for me, it was, um, it was my brother-in-law's mom, actually, that she's from Argentina and they're like, they have businesses out there and they're the type that it's like, oh, this business shut down. Well, fuck it. Let's go do something else. Yeah. Fuck it. We wouldn't got nothing to lose now. Yeah. We're just going to do it. We done so, lost it already. So the mom came from Argentina one day and I love his mom. And he's like, she's all, well, why? Like she said it kind of like in a weird way, but I was like, damn, she makes sense. Yeah. She's like, what the hell are you doing? If you can do that, what the hell are you doing working for somebody else? Yeah. And then I was just like, well, shit. And I had like, when I remember when the day that one of my managers pissed me off and I was just like, it was dope. Where I worked was like cool as fuck, but it was just a lot of stress. I would have to wake up sometimes like at, um, I lived in Whittier. Mm -hmm. Dude, my polisher was in Almani. And for people that don't know, that's like about a half hour drive. Yep. Hauling ass. I would wake up early, go to El Monte. I worked in Rancho Dominguez, which AKA Compton. Yep. So, and then back to Whittier. So, and then some, the platers were in Santa Fe Springs at the time. So I would go wake up super early, go to El Monte, go talk to the polisher, drop off some shit, jam my ass to work just to make sure I got there on time. I was always there on time or before. In my regular day at lunch, I would ask my bosses if it was cool if I would like take a longer lunch, not every single day, but yeah, longer yeah. lunch. I would haul ass to Santa Fe Springs, pick up chrome or gold, come back. Then at night, I'd go home, set up my engraving shit, and then, you know, same routine. Yeah. Like, yeah. And whatever it took, you know, and uh, we did that. So when people say, like, man, I can't believe you, 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 you drove this far to come and drop me, drop parts off or meet me. And I'm like, or this late and, and you know, you're already made it. And then in their eyes, it's like, Oh, you made it. And I'm like, dude, I'm fucking barely starting. Yeah. 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 That's the way I feel. And I'm not saying that just to sound pretty or cute. Like yeah. it just, and that's the way I feel. Well, it should you know? be that way though. You know, I always feel like 
One of the things that I strive for, I think, in what I do is that self-made title. Mm. And like, I've had friends say that like, you know, yo, you've earned it. You, you know, you're there. And I'm like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even close. You know what I mean? And, but you know, at the same, like, I'm not going to let anybody else declare it for me, but I don't know when, even when I would say that, oh, I've, this is the day, yeah. you know, or this is now the time, you know, cause it's not, and it's not about like personal property or anything like that. No. Like, you know, like for me, like, I don't really care about like personal possessions, even though like we're fortunate to have some cool shit. Uh, it's more about like the longevity of what we get to do. Right. And even my, my idea behind this, like when we started doing this and we went full time with this, my idea was like, fuck, if we could do this for five or 10 years and fuck off and play with motorcycles for five or 10 years straight <laughs> and not have to work for anybody else, we just won. And if in 10 years I got to buy, I got to get another fucking job. There's plenty of jobs out exactly. there. Fuck it. So, you know, at the end of the day, what is, what is there to lose? No, exactly. And it's true, dude. I mean, I mean, I, I liked working at my old job. It was cool, but I, no, you like didn't. I, huh? No, you didn't. No, I, I, well, you know what I did? I did the only reason because everybody was chill. But one time after talking to my brother-in-law's mom and she's like that, I'm like, once it, once it gets, you know, what's that, that seed, fucking man? seeds in there. Right. You're and fucked. I was like, I didn't hear my parents. Like, I was like, damn, you know, you're, you're doing this, you're doing that, whatever. And I'm like, you know what, but I, I like that shit. Yeah. It's fun. Yep. And, uh, and I always tell people jokingly, but it's the truth is like, I love what I do. I hate the business aspect of it. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, and, um, we've had those conversations and we're like, that's why we have other people, yep. you know, and, and for certain things we have other people yep. and, and it's just, uh, as, as you surround yourself with better people and more people, it's not even sometimes better people. It's sometimes there's more people that are on a higher level than you. You're like, oh shit. Well, they did it. Well, I could fucking move up too. Yeah, yep. I could do that. And I'm sure people are seeing the same shit with me. Yep. And, um, you know, with that job, I I thought it was chill, you know. And then, like I said, one it took one time. Fucking manager saying something stupid. I went to the owner's secretary and I said, hey, I need to set up an appointment with Bob. I need to. Uh, talk. Oh, what do you need to talk to him about? Like, no, nah, don't worry about it. I'll talk to you. Yeah. And I, I dude, I my was super exit cool. Strategy. <laughs> I was super cool. I was like, I went, I finally got my appointment with him. And I was like, it was like two or three days later. And my mind hadn't changed. I was like, Hey, I said, he's like, Hey, you never talked to me. You never asked me to come in this office in four and a half years that you've been here. Yeah. What, what What's going on? And I was like, look, uh, you know, I've already chromed some shit for him for his Cadillac. Cause he had heard of the grapevine that I chrome shit. And yeah for customers. And I was like, look, you know, I have my little side business. My mind's not all here. And yep. when I'm at home, my mind's not all there. So I need a fucking side. I'm young. I don't have kids. I'm still living at home with my mom and pops. Like I could do this. And he's like, so, so what's your plan? And I was like, look, it's this month right now. That gives you three months to find somebody to replace me. Yep. And all my managers really liked the way I guess I worked and whatever, my supervisor, whatever. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to start in 2003. That's going to be my first year. I want to start fresh in January 1st, 2003. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so this year will be coming up what, 18 years. Yeah. So it's already 17. And the uh, cool dude, he was like, all right, you have an open seat here anytime you want. But if you come back here, no more of that shit. Like kind of oh, like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, 
All right. That's like so, your dad telling you, like, if you go join this rock band, you better make it. Because if you come back home, yeah. you're getting a real job and you're cutting your hair, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> Fuck exactly. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same thing right there. So, yeah, dude. I mean, it was it was cool. Cause Do you still I, talk to that guy? No, man. And I, I wish I, I would. Uh, I, I kept contacting with him, like, for the first couple years, yeah. third year. And by the fourth year, I was like, what's yeah, the, just, what's the well, I had, I had actually moved. Uh, I had moved to Albuquerque for a little bit. No, I bought a house go. out there. Albuquerque native right here. Albuquerque. Yeah. Albuquerque. Land of entrapment. <laughs> Come on vacation, leave on probation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I bought a house out there, tried it. Just, it wasn't my forte. Really quick, uh, what, what part of Albuquerque? West side. West side? Oh yeah. So south of the 40, right by um, Unser and uh, what the fuck was it? I forgot the exit, but it was a brand new community. And I went a couple years ago. Was it Westgate, was it? No. No. no, it was, uh, fuck, man, I remember. It was, like, not far from Uncertain Quarters. Central? No. Well, it wasn't down as far Ladera, as Central. Was the Ladera area? Yeah, around there. And then, But it was all new community homes. But, man, I've been there a few, a few years back. I took my kids by there and, like, Dad, you lived here? And I'm, like, all these new homes went to shit, dude. Yeah, I, I, Bad. I was out in uh, South Valley. Okay, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. South Valley is a lot worse, dude. Yeah, like, yeah I was out there and, by uh, Bravo. And, I made a couple good friends. Oh, to this yeah. day, I'm still good with one of my partners, my team that he still lives over there, and then my other buddy, Pedro, that he lives in Texas now. And, um, you know, I made some cool people. Yep. You know, and I already, already uh, before moving out there, I had already been dealing with people around the country. And then, but, you know, it just, you, you lose communication with the people you used to work with. You oh, know? yeah. And, um. And I'm not going to lie. There's been times where I'm like, maybe I'll find one of my guys that I used to co-work with that he, he was like really cool. I'm like, oh man, I, I was, you know, I went to his bachelor party in Cancun, shit like that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at his wedding and I'm like, dude, he's a cool dude, you know? And, um, I, and last time I checked, I know he, he was already married. Obviously I had a couple kids and I was like, you know what? I, I can't find him. No social media. And I'm like, man, you know, I'm like, you can't. Yeah. It's, it's like, you lose touch after a while, oh, yeah. unfortunately. And, uh, it's easier nowadays to keep in touch. But when you're talking about early 2000s yeah. before, before all this social media yeah. shit, fuck, that was when yeah. you had to remember phone numbers still. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Dude, dude, I remember. Little, a little phone book, a little, little yep. black book, oh, yeah. phone book yep. you keep in your pocket. Yep. Ooh, I remember dude, that shit. That was gangster did shit. You, did you guys ever have that one that's like a little piece of magnet and it looked like a business card, but and you and pull it out? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I used to pick those up at shows, dude. Yep. Yeah, oh, dude. I had that shit. Believe it or not, I just found it the other day. I had I have a stash of like old school shit like that sometimes. I found that shit. I keep weird like I got boxes in my garage. So... Like I've moved every two years since I was 21 years old. Like this is the longest I've been in a house. We're going on three years in this one, but literally every two years since I was 21, I've moved. And, uh, but I cop, I have boxes of shit, like from high school, like little, <laughs> you know, tchotchkes and the trinkets and shit. Dude, I like that weird little things. Like yeah. I still have like hot Volkswagen bus, hot wheels, like in the plastic, uh, Damn. like casing to protect the cardboard and shit. Like, <laughs> and I just have shit in boxes in my garage and I'm like, I, I, we're getting ready to go through everything and like put it from boxes into totes. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> I get to go through it all. Memory again. lane, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. I got some weird moving, shit. Moving sucks. I fucking hate it. I, I, when I've man, just... I haven't really moved too many houses, fortunately enough. But yeah. dude, I've heard you say that before, the two-year yeah. thing. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, it's gnarly. Dude, I, I, I see you accumulate, dude. You have a shop that how much have you grown it? Oh, just in the oh, little time that I've known oh, you. I am not looking forward to moving this shop. Dude, just the little time that I've known you, you've already grown it. Like, I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. And it's fucking. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't even imagine. I'm just like, dude, you know how many fucking truck trips? I remember I used to have a, I used to have a uh, F-250. 
uh, it was actually when I moved back to San Diego, I had it and, and I fuck part of the reason why I sold my truck. Oh, uh, I got tired of fucking helping. I mean, I'm, I'm always down to help my friends. Yeah. Like it's, and I think if you, I'm, I'm if just you too down. I'm, busy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm too down. That's my yeah. problem. And every time well, they fucking I know who call, to call now, I'm just like, fuck man. It's like, here I go again. And you can't just like, I mean, as much as you want to be just like, you just take my truck. I don't want to help you. I, I wanted to, but yeah. fuck. I you, got the stomach flu. Dude, and, and that truck sucked so many limp dicks, dude, on gas. V10, fuck, you ain't getting nowhere with that thing. Limp dicks, Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, it's wild. I, I'm not looking forward to moving no. again. I, I know we, it's coming. Yeah, man. We've been, we've been looking. Oh. Yeah, I... I don't want to get into that, but too much. But, yeah, the, uh, the, the moving thing, man, I... I Dude, I remember when my lease was up at the new shop, I was like, all right, do I move? But I hate moving addresses also for the shop now oh, because yeah. people get used to it because we do the laser engraving, we offer yep. that. And then it's just like, it's like, fuck, you got to move all this shit. And I don't have as much as most other shops would have, but yeah. dude, it's just still a pain in the ass to like relocate, do this, new address, new business life, no, fuck all that bullshit. And I'm like, people don't even realize like, yeah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> right. I'm so, on that. so I'm I'm tripping when you said that uh, you do you do uh, you you teach classes. Right. Is it like a beginner's thing? Yeah. Or so is- I call it introduction to motorcycle and car engraving. And the reason I do that is because I don't I I do firearms. Right. I oh, do the you detail got, you got stuff. Some, I'm I'm telling you, go look at his Instagram. Yeah. It is some of the most gangster shit I've ever shit. fucking seen. Yep. So like. We do the tattoo machines and, and all that. He did and some hydro pumps. Like, so we do all that shit, right? But it's, um, I, I want to call it introduction. One of my mentors, he was like, no, you, you, you don't want to call it introduction. Just call it car, um, motorcycle. Like, um, no, call it uh, introduction to engraving, period. I was like, no, I don't want to call it introduction to just engraving because there's guys that teach under microscope engraving that do like Rolexes and fucking super detailed guns and firearms and they're bad as fuck and they're true masters at their craft. Right. That's, that's why sometimes I don't like being called a master. It's just like, Oh, it, you could be a master in somebody else's eyes, but not your own sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, but the, that stuff is like, so I called an introduction to car and motorcycle engraving and I show people how to sharpen the chisel, how to get in the right path, what equipment to order, what, and I put them on with a company that I get my equipment from. Uh-huh. And then, um, you know, with that, they, they, whatever's covered in the class that we could keep talking about it, you know? Um, so if they have questions later that we, something that we covered in the class, I have no problem going over it again. Uh-huh. But if it's something more than that, I tell them, um, cause so I've, I've got to sign up for the next class. <laughs> well, I don't, I, I originally thought of doing advanced, but what happens is, um, some people, let's just say, you know, they think a couple of years and they've They're made master. it. And um, that's cool. Let them, let them, you know, it's, it's better to think bigger than smaller, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. But I just told myself, you know what, this is all I'm going to show people and, and, and let them get in the right path because I didn't have that. And I want to show people that because dude, if I could have had the right path, I tell people what I'm teaching you in eight hours in the day, you're, you're learning like my first fucking four or five years, Jeez. you know, I didn't get, somebody didn't even introduce themselves to me. I had already came out in 2003. I came out in Loretta magazine for the first time in an article, uh-huh. like actual, like on me. Right. And so 17 years ago. Yeah. So it was literally 
one month before I actually went on my own that the magazine actually came out two months after I was self-employed already. Is this so, for the for the baby strollers? No, 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 no. The baby uh, strollers, they, that, that's for my kids. That was like in 2013. So that was the second time I came out on the magazine. Gotcha. Like with, <laughs> with an article. So I got to find that, that was oh, stroller. My phone's gonna die. I'm looking through his Instagram while that's we're talking. Looking through it, because the, the strollers <laughs> are... We made them for my kids and uh, for my first boy in 09. And then I, I did another one in 2011 for my other boy. But they're like from 1948, 1949, Taylor Tot Strollers. Gotcha. They came out in the magazine, an article by themselves. And then the one article before that in 2013, I came out separately, like as an article for the shop kind of thing. And then, but in 03, it was a, uh, it was crazy because I mentioned a couple engravers and one of them reached out to me, this man, Rudy Pena, that used to do Arlenessa stuff back in the seventies and early eighties. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when they had a little bit of engraving on choppers. Not like all crazy, like some guys go buck wild now. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but, you know, with, with that, 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 I barely five, almost five years into it is when somebody actually reached out and said, Hey, you want to come to my place? And then we, you know, we could share pointers and you know, yeah, those are the strollers right there. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah that's I have them, I have them on display at the shop. Yeah. Bro. That's still on Lowrider, Lowrider's uh, website right yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> dude, it's got a sissy bar on it too. Yeah. Or, oh no, it's oh, a pull handle. A pull it's a push handle. Yeah. yeah. My God. Yeah. Those are things that have been through the dirt, through the grass, like, and they're painted just the way I see them on the outside. They're all done up on the bottom and, yep. and everything like detailed like that. Yep. But so yeah, the, the classes I want to share with people up to so much. So at least they're on the right path. You don't want to give away the whole recipe. Well, it's not that you're going to give away the whole recipe. It's because like, uh, for example, that brief, I, I didn't listen to the whole one, but the red beard, you know, he was explaining, like, he shows them, like, on YouTube, I started doing videos, but they're all time-lapsed. Mm -hmm. And then oh, I yeah, do, yeah, yeah. I like doing live engraving at, at Lowrider shows when we sell some of our product, because it shows people how long it really takes. Yeah. So now they're like, oh, shit, that's what I'm really paying for. That's mm -hmm. why it's so fucking expensive. And then I want to show people that there's two different types of engraving. There's thin engraving, which the majority is doing, mm -hmm. and then there's deeper, fatter cuts of engraving. And that's what I try to show people. And there's still guys that I've taught that go back the other way because the, the thinner engraving is easier. You run through parts faster, if that makes sense. Because mm -hmm. yeah, you're yeah. pushing less material. So when you're doing the, the, the hand engraving, you want to go like what I call no chicken scratch, the wide cuts, deep. Um, that's why I always, I'll post, not always, but once in a while I'll post like metal curls coming out of the metal and I'll yeah. hashtag no chicken scratch. <laughs> it's because I... I I want to show people like, dude, this is what you really, but when they see it in person at a show, that's when they're like, fuck. When you get that curly pigtail like that, that means you're going the right speed, everything, right? right. I mean, that's the proper yeah. cut. That's like on a lathe when you're turning. Yes, shit. Exactly. And it starts curling off like that. You know, you got it dialed. Yep. You see, know what I mean? So it means a lot, especially when you're doing it by hand. That's a different fucking scenario. Yeah. When you, when you mentioned the classes, I, I got fucking excited because my, my dad used to, it, it was like with a Dremel or like, like, right. like you said, like the craftsman thing, oh. whatever he's, we, I remember, cause I mean, we did construction together mm -hmm. too, but even before when I was a kid, my dad would do little designs and stuff like that. I mean, nowhere near what Nam was doing with, with his stuff, whatever. But like yeah. my dad just had this knack oh, yeah. for doing these weird designs, whether there's swirls or, you know, whatever he had, he always was just making, pulling a design out of his ass and just putting it down on metal. Yeah. And I always thought that was cool. 
And when he said that, I was like, fuck, dude, I can take a fucking class. But, I, but then I remembered, I don't have any artistic ability. Yeah. I draw the same as I did when I was in fucking first grade. Yeah, that can be learned, though. Dude, oh, is it you can learn. Did you, now when you started, did you have that gift, like the artistic um, gift or? A smidge, yeah. for sure. Because you, you started with airbrush I, and you I, had to have some. Yeah, I did airbrush. airbrush. A motherfucker. Like, I've, I've, uh, I, I've, I'm real good at um, uh, not, not copying, but like I could duplicate almost anything besides like a portrait, mm -hmm. you know, portraits are a lot harder, especially when you're going to engrave them, but it's, can you engrave a portrait? You can, no there's way. guys, there's guys out there that are like bonkers and doing that. No there's guys way. that, um, there's, there's guys that are metal engravers that on firearms, they'll put your face on something very tiny under microscope. Um, and there's guys like my buddy Hanro from Arizona. I'll give him props and shout guy. out. Yep. Yeah. He does his whole truck. And he does images and stuff. And he's done a bunch of, he's probably one of the first that's done a whole vehicle. You know, like I've engraved on, on an Escalade, but he actually, he actually like goes full throttle with a Dremel. And, um, he, he's, he's actually, uh, sponsored by monster and shit like that. Like he does bonkers work, like on a huge level, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but there's guys that, that are super talented that, they sometimes, I don't think they even realize how oh. badass they are. You know? I don't think people do. Yeah. So, so, so artists though, in a general, like on that mindset, usually artists are weird. Yeah. Everyone it, it, that I ever, ever known, you know, tattoo artists and, and, you know, painters and all this stuff who are on a different level. Yeah. Like they're, they're mental on a different level too. Like they don't, they just, your brain has to work differently to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is. I, I think I've, I've had, um, I used to do group sessions between four to six people, mm -hmm. but it didn't become cost effective because if you multiply the equipment times six people, um, for what I was charging at the time, it was like nine twenty five per person. Everybody was like, Oh shit, that's a lot. But the equipment alone is more than that mm -hmm. per person. Would they leave with the equipment? No, no, no. So then, no. Are you, you already I, purchased so it all. And I would have it like on the shelf there so when they can there's buy no when class. Done. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, it's like, it's like, that's fucking 12 grand, so many thousands of dollars just sitting there yeah, not yeah. making money. Yep. Um, How can I make it make money? Right. Yep, yep. So what I, I decided is like, you know what, with, well, well, with answering your question about like, you know, talent, I've had women, I've had tattoo artists, I've had fabricators, um, you know, I've had guys that are pinstripers, painters come through the class, you know, and... Um, you'd be surprised, dude. Cause I, I've, I had a, a girl take the class and I, I wish she would have like moved forward with it. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like, she has so much potential. But she was like, Oh, you know, it's cool. But like, it's a lot harder than it looks. And I'm like, well, if you've seen my, one of my videos or even seeing me doing it in person, I'll make it look a lot easier than what it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've, I've heard people say like, it's not that hard. I, I you know, I just <laughs> messed with it. And I'm like, Okay, dude, you messed with a couple lines. You didn't mess with a whole fucking suspension or something like that. You know, yeah. you didn't, you didn't mess with like something that's all more detailed. That's a more elaborate, yeah. like a, like a, I wouldn't even say a portrait, like a design, like a yeah. cartoon designer, something like that. And doing a flat but, piece of metal is different than doing a fucking oh, spring. Dude, exactly. You know, so, and there's that level too. Mm -hmm. There's guys that they, they think cause the flat and I'm like, when you start going around those edges, let me know. That, yeah, exactly. And then we'll, then we'll talk. Yep. And then there's, like I said, there's guys that I've took in the class that I'm teaching them like, hey, wide cuts, fat lines, but it's harder to control the fat wide cuts to be consistent borders, 
consistent curves, all that. And uh, by no means my, my shit's not perfect. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's like I try to emphasize that for them to be better. Fuck, what I would want is somebody to be better than me. Yeah, yeah. But don't think you're better than me when I'm looking and I could chop up your design and see exactly where you went wrong and you're doing thin cuts, which I tell everybody, if, you, if, you're, if you're coming to the class, you should push that. Yeah. That's what you should push yourself to do is think thick cuts, not thin lines, because thin lines, you're cutting corners, you're charging people a lot, and you're not giving them what really they're paying for. Yeah. Um, well, plus it's going to come but, out in Chrome and all, like you said, when you, with your, mm. your low rider bike incident, it's not Yeah, gonna, well, that, that was a little different because that's with a scriber. Oh, so you're actually, you. the material's doing this. It's kind of like a, yeah. I know, but it's kind of pushing out, like yeah, so yeah. metal burrs are out. So when you're carving, the, there's metal burrs if you're not doing it right. Yep. And then you could cut the metal burrs off if you know what you're doing. Mm. Um, we prep the material after even the engraving, all that stuff. Um, there's, but dude, that, I've had people that don't, don't really draw that well, come to the class and they do pretty damn good. Still. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, I've had a couple tattoo artists that come through and some of them, they're like, man, this shit's a lot harder than it was. I've yeah. had people have their equipment for one guy had it for eight months. He couldn't figure out how to use it. And I have another guy um, from Louisiana that he had his equipment for almost two and a half years and he didn't, uh, he couldn't figure out all of it. And then he saw one of the posts on my stories from people taking the class and then uh -huh. he came back and then he's like, I told him, I said, look, all I could tell you is when you come to the class, there's going to be that one thing that you're missing that you're going to learn that day and you're going to, it's going to trigger and you're going to know that that's what you need to move forward. And then that, that was the, it. when he came, we were doing some sharpening and he's like, you know what, this is it, you know? And, he, and his class was a group of people. Like I said, now I only do group, group sessions a one day. I was doing two days, but I just narrowed it down to where like, you know what? I'm always so busy on the weekends that mm -hmm. like, I need that extra day to relax sometimes like, or, or, or do swap meets or do car shows. And so I'm like, you know what? Now I'm going to do one day, eight hours. And then, Cause what I noticed I was doing the two days and it was just giving them more practice, but it was still the introduction. So yeah. it wasn't like it was different, but it was a different price. So now I was like, you know what? I'll do a one day, eight hours. We're, we're good. You know? And like I said, whatever's covered in the class, you could call me up or send me a DM. And I would tell people like, if you send me a DM, if I read your message, don't think like, Oh, what a dick. He's not getting back to me. I'll get back to you. But you know, yeah. like I earlier today, I had some guy go off like, well, I guess you don't want my work. Oh, and I'm like assholes. one of those. And I'm like, dude, I was out of town. You know, just because you see me read your message, sometimes I read fucking 40 messages. Yeah. And I'm trying to like and respond to everybody's. That's why I trip out when there's dudes that have like million fucking followers and they're still liking your picture or, yeah, or, yeah. or liking your comment back or whatever. Um, but it's an instant it, gratification world. Though. Yeah. And I'm, if you I, don't respond to them right away. It's bad. Dude, I had to respond to that guy this morning and as nice as possible, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm trying not to be a douchebag, but like, dude, sometimes it's just like, hey, dude, oh, yeah. I got a fucking life too, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it's just, um, but I- I, I tell um, people to slow your roll. Dude. I tell people that if, if you come at me sideways on a DM- Yeah. And you don't know me, you've mm -hmm. never met me in real life and yep. you don't even live in my state, 
Don't you better you don't talk talk to me how I talk to you because I treat you with respect. You know don't don't DM me sideways. Don't <laughs> fucking come at me all weird because you don't know me and I don't know you and I'm not going to treat you like that. Yeah. So treat me with the same respect. That's all. The the, the ones that I laugh the most are the ones that are like they never met me like you said yep. like they never met me. They maybe seen seen my stuff which I thank you for following me. You yeah, hundred percent. Thanks for liking commenting, but the ones that are like. Hey Holmes, what what's what's up with it? And then you know, and then I'm like, all right, I know what everything meant, you know. But this is the first time you're approaching somebody. Yep. Like somebody hit me up uh, recently on um, on a lifted truck, like for a sponsor, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, man, I'm all. I'm, unfortunately, I'm already doing something for SEMA. Yep. We we're supposed to be doing some live engraving at actually at SEMA. Those wouldn't be my first time, and obviously it fell through because it's canceled. But uh, it, I was like, I, I can't sponsor. Well, what, you know, what would you be willing to work out? And I'm like, well, you're just straight up ask for a sponsor. Yeah. And I know because I've asked for, and, and trust me, I have a whole portfolio like, hey, here, you email it to the right person. You talk to the It's a fucking job. Yeah. You, to get sponsors, it's a fucking job. 100%. And, um, you know, I didn't know that, but now I do. Yep. And so I'm like, this guy just came out and asked. Oh, if he get can it. get like $4,000 of engraving for I get free it all the time. And I'm like, dude, do you realize like this is hand done. So whether it's me or my guy, the other, I have another guy that helps me engrave too. I'm like, I, I but still your time though. Yeah. It's still time. And I'm like, man, like these people, the wordage sometimes it's like, if you took the time to just word it right. Well, you don't ask you know, for one. You don't ask for a sponsorship over a DM, dude. Crazy. A, People a do properly worded email mm-hmm. is the route to go, if not a phone call. Yeah, you know, and I'm I, like that when I ask because I mean I have, I have sponsors, dude. I'm sure you get hit up for more because you have oh. so many so many oh, so yeah. many products. We you get know? we get hit up by every dude that can pop a wheelie. If you can yeah. pop a wheelie. We've, you've asked me for a sponsor. <laughs> Just kidding, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> we we get hit up all the time, and it's like, dude, I have my team. Yeah. I have my group of guys and honestly, I've worked with a lot of other people and we've got burned from a bunch of people and I'm not interested in really working with anybody else. You know, you know, and, but have you ever had like, I know this happens to me, maybe, and this is incorrect or wrong, but what, what sometimes it's like when somebody reaches out to me and I'm like, Oh shit, I actually want to do work with that guy. Oh yeah. So sometimes there is that, that give and take like yeah. where, well, I'm not going to give it to him for free, yep. but dude, I'm going to work you in because oh, I, I, dude, I would, Dude, I would love my shit on your vehicle or your 100%. truck or, or this or that. You know, I definitely um, have had, you know, I had this, uh, this guy, Kyle, I know back East and he built some amazing bikes and we came out with our gas cap. He was like, Oh, I'm going to run, I want to run your gas cap. I'm like, cool. Say no more. Yeah. Shot him one out. You know what I mean? And he wanted to get it coded a certain way and blah, blah. So, yeah. you know, and, and it was, you know, uh, love the guy. He fucking does amazing shit. And he got the gas cap. He's all, it's taller than I wanted. Oh, and he, you know, he sent it back and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, you know, I, I'm the same way though. Cause I'm really picky with what I put on my bike and he had to see it in person. And I understand that a hundred percent. And I'm like, bro, you could have just told me that I was still told you to keep it and pass it on to somebody else, you know, like, but it's, I, there is certain people that I'm like, fuck it. I mean, when Danny Dixon, he hit me up one day, Hey, I need a gas cap for my bike. Fuck. I overnighted it to make sure it was on his bike for Sturge. Cause <laughs> he wanted a black one. I'm like, I'm like, bro, all I got was the one with our logo on it. Mm. Yeah. Send me that. And I was like. I was, I felt good. I mean, I've known Danny for a very long time, but yeah. it made me feel good inside knowing that that full one to run our logo. That's dope. You know what I mean? Because like, if it was me putting that bike, I don't even want my own logo on my bike. 
Like I'm not a logo <laughs> person, you know, so I don't like all that shit. So yeah, yeah. if he would have said, ah, nah, like there was no hurt feelings here. Cause I get that. Right. But it was cool as fuck for me to be like, he was like, fuck yeah, send me that one. And I was like, oh, you know what I mean? It was exciting. So it, it's, that's true, but it's the mentality. Like when you, you're going to DM and say, Hey, Hey man, what's up? I love your stuff. Oh, I wanted to see if you want to sponsor me. Well, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. You know what I do? I go and look up if you've ever purchased something from me. Mm. If I don't see your name in my system because you're saying how you want to support this and support the cause and support the company, but you ain't never purchased anything from me, you ain't supporting shit. Yeah. You want free shit, but you're trying to <laughs> feed me a line of bullshit. Yep. Feed me, you know, come at me with a proper email, with a plan, with images, you know what I mean? With, with what you're willing to do, because trust me, that's what I do to get sponsored. You know what I mean? I'm not sponsored by some of these major companies because I didn't come up there with a fucking plan and I don't produce content for them and like this and that. Like most of these guys, once they get the free shit, you never fucking hear from them again right. anyways. Yep. You ain't promoting shit. You ain't tagging nobody. You don't give a fuck. You were just trying to get free shocks or free yeah. this or... You know, so it's what happened oh. to the old days where they would send like a demo disc. Oh yeah, or, or demo, oh, a demo video yeah. of all their shit dude, and that's stuff like that. Honestly, what I do, I link my Instagram, I link my YouTube, I link all this stuff because all this stuff means something to them. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's what it's like. I don't get sponsored for my good looks. <laughs> you know what I mean? You should though. I know. <laughs> but it's like you know, here's how I can help with your products. You know what I mean? Here's what I can do for your company to help promote it. You know what right. I mean? And here's what I've already done with these companies. Yep. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It makes sense. What do yeah. you need? You know? So it's like, I don't, you know, now it's just like, Hey bro, I've done two wheelies. I crashed my bike. Can you give me a sponsorship or like a discount or something? <laughs> no, sure. Let me give you 75% off. <laughs> yeah. dude. <laughs> Fucking, it's, it's, it is weird. Mm. The mentality definitely changed. I mean, I always say, you know, social media is great. It's done a lot of things for yeah. all of us. You know what I mean? It's, it's why I'm here. Yep. But at the same time, it's like, sometimes I just want to fucking turn my phone off and like enjoy my life. Dude, you know, I've been doing that lately a couple of times. Uh, it's we nice, took off with it? the, the, the wife and the kids to Laughlin and I turned it off and I told my guys, I'm like, cause the shop stays open. Yep. And I'm like, Hey, look, um, I'm gonna shut my phone off. You guys have my wife's number. Yep. If you guys need anything, this doesn't pertain to you guys. It pertains to the rest of the world. Yep. And um, and there's only a handful of not customers, good friends that have her number. So I'm like, it's a real emergency. Yeah. For the shop. Hey, this shit's burning down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. the fuck do we do? Like, yep. all right, go, you know, call. Um, but man, I did did that for I wasn't even. I'm not gonna say it's even a day, but I I went to the swap meet on Sunday. Yep. Went home, dropped off the truck, loaded, went, grabbed the other car, and we took off to Vegas. I saw that. Yeah, man. And I was just like, dude, up fucking from three in the morning, stay late, whatever. And then- How was I, Vegas right now? It's fucking stupid. Dude, I, yeah, I was, I was there a couple weeks ago, too, and it was, it was wet. Mass gambling dude, it's and shit. Fuck yeah, bro. I'll just I'm stay in the fucking room. dude. Well, or, that's why, it's like I told my chick, she's like, oh, well, she's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, you know, I feel bad because I told her, you know what? I want to go somewhere nice. Let's go have a nice dinner. Yep. Fuck it. We spend a little more money. But dude, we ended up just staying in the room. Yeah. You see my post, you yeah, yeah. saw it, right? Yep. And it's just like, and not, not to even brag, but it's just like, you know what? She deserves props, dude, because like she's fucking home with the kids. Yep. 20 fucking 4 7 right now. Yep. Like me coming over here, she went to jujitsu with him. She wasn't at home with all this homework bullshit and 
it's cool. But we go to Vegas. I'm irritated already because they're actually forcing you to wear a fucking mask. Yeah. And I'm and like, you, and you've been up since three in the morning. That too. And I'm like, I have that neck thing, right? So I just pull it up, but after I'm like fucking dropping and yeah. I let, I go as far as I can yep. without kind of scene. You know, we've had this conversation. Oh, yeah. It's just like, I'll see how far. And if you feel safe wearing one, cool, wear it. Yeah, wear it. I'm all props for you to wear it. And then I'm like, but go to the room. And I said, hey, you know what? Stay in if you're cool with it. The next day we went to uh, her friend's house and we pretty much chilled. We went and got breakfast, which was retarded because you're walking through the fucking casino, but you could sit down, order your fucking food and then sit down and you don't have to wear a mask yeah. while people are right next to you walking by. And I'm like thinking, it's a Dude, very this smart is a, virus. Yeah, it's yeah, a super, smart virus. super COVID ridiculous. Don't fuck with people sitting down. Yeah. No. You have to be at least like above four foot five. Man, exactly. <laughs> it, it and, uh, so... Dude, I just, like like you were saying, it's fucking whack, dude. And yeah. then she was like, well, why do you, you know what? I know, and I, she's like, driving why, back home. Why do you care? Like, and I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I don't think I'll be happy going there or even Laughlin. Laughlin was huh. the same. So I was disappointed in Nevada. I'm disappointed in Arizona. Yeah. Definitely disappointed in California. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, dude, if people don't want to wear it, all right, fuck it. Let them be. Yeah. But if they want to wear it because they feel safe or if they don't feel safe, they shouldn't be fucking out. No. Exactly. That's, that's, that's my, that's my fucking, that's well, what, you know, dude. I mean, the, the proof is, is there, look it up. I mean, the percentage rate is, is not, it, we're good. Let this shit go by. Let, like, let's be done. I, I don't put like, I don't put my mask on. I, if I go to state of Brothers, I'm the only person that said there was no mask dude, on one person so far. I've been there fucking 30 times. One dude in state of Brothers said something to me so far. Really? He said, Hey, Hey yeah. man, if, uh, you got a mask. And I said, Nope. He's all, if I gave you one of these and he's got his little, like the, you know, and he was a bigger dude. I think that's the only reason why he said something because people don't usually say anything to me. <laughs> and he's a big guy, you know? And uh, he's like, uh, if they I gave you one of these, for you yeah, too. if I gave you one of these, would you wear it? I said, nope, I have asthma. All right, cool. And he just kept on walking. Yeah. And no, and then nobody's ever, I mean, literally I go, my wife will have hers on. My kids will have theirs on. I'm like, I'm good. You see, I don't try to tell my kids like they're, they're at that age, you know, where all oh, well, pops Pasta is cool. Like, I don't tell them, like, hey, you don't have to wear it. Yeah, I don't want nobody to think, like, oh, what a I tell them, you know, like, make your choice. Yeah, and but my older boy, he's like, I don't want to wear it. My younger boy, he thinks it's cool because he has, like, yeah. his team or whatever the oh, hell, yeah. you know, and it's like. It's an accessory. So, yeah, and then I'm like, <laughs> but to me, I hate when people are saying, oh, it's the new normal. I'm like, no. Oh, fuck this. I ain't I told my to wife, this. I was like, coming back, I was like, you know what? This just stresses me the hell out because I come to chill and I feel like I can't. Like, yeah, you can't. I'm not a big gambler, but I was like, oh, you know what? I'll go put a few dollars on the roulette. I like, I like playing roulette once like, in a while, you know? Too, like, I'm into it. And, and I'm like, and dude, you know, I'm like, dude, they, it's fucking dumb. Like the blackjack table, they have like this plexiglass yeah. dividers. Mm. So if like me and Renz were sitting, like you would have a plexiglass divider, even though our fucking hands have... You're not touching his shit. Yeah. yeah, you're not touching his shit, but like, dude, somebody else sat where he was at and they're not sanitizing that area before coming. Those, those chips are coming and going too. Yeah. Oh, and course. I had a thought today. Okay, so, you know, it's the new norm, we'll call it, right? There's They're calling, fuck that, but mm -hmm. at the, sounding like Biden over here. At the grocery store, you got that guy now standing out there. He's fucking disinfecting the carts, right? When they bring him back in. Mm, yep. Who's disinfecting the gas pumps? Nobody. What the fuck? Because I just, you know, like, I just thought about the day when I got gas on the bike, and I was like, 
you know, and I just have these thoughts, and I'm like, ain't no, I don't see nobody out here at fucking touching these gas pumps, disinfecting these gas pumps, and every grubby fucking hand's been and on that, this thing. And that's so, worse. No, yeah, I, I, I get gas at Costco. Uh, Are they disinfecting I, I, them? Baller flex, but yeah, no, they have. They have <laughs> what? Yeah, they have dudes. I get gas at around. Costco too. Bro. They have dudes walking around, but they also try them for. I don't wear my mask when I go get gas. But to get gas, you have to wear a mask. It says to, it says to enter what? this facility, you must wear a mask. I'm sure. like, inside the, the Costco though. No, at, at the gas pump. It says really. It. Yeah, I've, I've never, never had to yet. It, I've never had it. I've yeah. never, nobody's inside Costco. They oh, act yeah. like little bitches. Oh yeah, no, home. they do. It's, Dude, I, I just see when I walk. I walk in with it on in Costco, and I have to go because my wife will make me go with her. And then <laughs> by the by, we you know TVs are first, right? When we walk into right. Costco. Every by the Costco, time right? I leave, by the time I leave TVs, it's here. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, my chin, and I'm just like, say something, motherfucker. Say something, like you know, like because I'm always just I just walk through like this. Dude, all like mean faced. You know what I mean. Nobody's gonna say I, nothing. I take mine off when I'm walking out, like when I'm when I'm doing the the the, the final walk to yeah. to the to the uh, receipt check lady or whatever. Yeah, like I, I pull it down there. I'm like, what the fuck? But you already paid. Me out? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You already oh, paid. I'm Can't tough. Me out I'm now. tough. I'm, I'm tough. trying to get out of here. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Life. I'm with you. Like same thing, Stater Brothers. Man, at first when all this shit start happening, I was like, all right, dude. Well, my wife's asthmatic. She's had uh, pneumonia. She's had bronchitis. So yeah. At the most, she should fucking be dead by now. Yeah, you know, with with all she this COVID, she shouldn't be wearing this mask. Well, she, I, I know she shouldn't be, but she's, you know, she's polite. Yeah, she's a good person. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, and whatever she wants to not avoid, she wants to avoid problems, right? And That's I, I my wife that. is too. She's yeah, like, so, just put it on so we don't got to yeah. hear nothing. I'm like, they ain't gonna say nothing to me anyways. Yeah. So yeah, they, they, you know, I, when my, when all this started happening, I was like, you know what, babe, you stay home. I don't want your parents here. My in laws are like seventy eight. I was like, my father-in-law's had heart conditions. He's diabetic. I'm like, they don't need to be around us or the kids because I'm the one most likely going to bring it from op- keeping the shop open. Yep. Which at that time, I didn't even know if we're, they were, they were going to allow us, how hard to core, allow us to keep the shop open or not. Yep. We stayed open this whole time. Yes, yeah, Like that shit. Um, and, you know, so I was like, no, don't go to stores. I'll go, blah, blah. And that was before they really enforced the, the, the hey, do you have a mask? Like in the front, whatever. Yep. And. You know, I would go, and then after a while, I was like, "This is fucking bullshit." Yep. Like, you know, and I don't like I just talking to people with a mask when they have no, a mask. No, on. No. I don't like not being able to see the person's face, and like my brain Dude. does not register your but, like non-expression. Now, I don't know how accurate this is, but I did I did see a, a thing that mentally, subconsciously, mm-hmm. sub- subconsciously, you got <laughs> is it. that that. <laughs> You like how you said, like, I'm the same way. Yeah. Like at Long Beach swap me. Yep. Like uh, the car, when I went to it a couple of weeks ago and I went to the motorcycle one this Sunday and it was like, when people are talking to me, I'm like, Oh dude, I need, I need to yeah. see your lips and your eyes Yeah. to see Oh yeah. where, where we're at. Yeah. You know, like, especially when, I, if I tell a joke or something, I can't tell if you're laughing behind your mask dude, or something. Dude, like I, I went to Dairy Queen uh, the other night. <laughs> Don't fucking laugh. Don't fucking <laughs> laugh. I want Dairy Queen. No, let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you, I went to fucking Dairy Queen and it was like 7.30 at night. You, you get that fucking, that like, that hardcore, like, I need something sweet to oh, munch yeah. on. Yep. And uh, I was like, you know what sounds good? Oreo uh, cheesecake blizzard. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I fucking crave these things hard, dude. Oh, yeah. So, I, I get up, put my chonclas on. <laughs> My little fucking booty shorts, head down my to Dairy Queen. Shorts. It says I, pink on the back. Dude, I, I, I wore some raggedy old fucking rag on my face because I forgot my mask. So you I was just like, I'm fucking like, uh, like I'm trying to drug myself with a fucking dirty <laughs> fucking chloroform shop rag. <laughs> I'm chloroform fucking shop rag on my face. And I'm in there and I'm sitting there trying to hold this mask on. 
And I tell her, I want the Oreo cheesecake. And I thought she said it back. So I get it. I'm walking out of there. And I was like, that's not the fucking Oreo cheesecake. She fucked up my Oreo cheesecake blizzard. And I, I got mad right away. But I was like, you know what? She can't fucking hear me yeah. with all the machines going and stuff like that. And this mask. I what was did like, she give you? I don't even know what it was. I mean, I still ate it, but I don't know what it was. Was it good? Uh, It was all right. Like, was it wasn't what you wanted. No, no, you know what I mean. Like you know, like if you go, you want a steak and you get like a pork chop, and you're just like, oh hell no. I go, yeah. to, I go to Derek Amy once a year, or once every two years. Well, so that sucks for you. I know. Dude. Uh, Dude, I, I probably go like twice, twice a week. <laughs> Bro, my, know, my chick got me. Her, the kids got me a Dairy Queen gift card for my birthday. Oh, shit. <laughs> you do go a lot. You do yeah. go a lot. Dude, I'm telling you, it's the fast passing shit. Dude, when I, <laughs> Dude, when I come up, when the kids catch wind that I'm coming up. Oh, yeah. it, it's always it, they always go. Do you think he's gonna want ice cream? And and Lacey's just every time. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna want fucking ice cream. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's fucking bad. But you know, going yeah. back to the Vegas, we went to Red Rock uh, okay. Casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out there uh, was it last month? End of last month, I think it was. And yeah, it was in the last month. And uh, we stayed out there, and the mask shit was yeah. annoying because we. Well, we, cause we had the kids. So basically it was like just pool during the day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I sit down at our little cabana spot or whatever. And we're just sitting there, you know, we pop, got a couple of drinks. Kids are in the pool and I'm sitting there drinking and fucking security rolls up. Security rolls up and flexes and like, Hey, you gotta have your mask on. I was like, while I'm sitting here at my spot drinking and he goes, yeah. And I was like, but if I get up and go to the pool and sit down in the pool, I don't need a mask. And he goes, no. And I was like, so I can leave my mask here and walk to the pool without a mask. And he goes, yeah. And I can sit down in the pool with my drink without a mask. And he goes, yeah, but I can't sit down. And I'm like three feet from the fucking pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but I'm sitting right here right now. And I can't, um, and I have to wear a mask. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, you're such a fucking puss. Like, did you ask him man. how you're supposed to drink your drink with a mask on? Well, I'm, I, I just assume it'd just be another one of those. Like they did to us when we were over there. They're like, Oh, just pull your mask down and take a sip and put it back up. <laughs> Like I want, we, uh, yeah. we went up to that gringo ride. It's it's so dumb, dude. Like, yeah. I, but I mean, again, my, one of my best friends, he just he, uh, he just got out of because uh, he had COVID. Mm -hmm. He caught COVID, and he, he you know he told me he was like, yeah, you know, I, I it's like my fever was a hundred. You know what I mean? He's like, and I I got I got winded going up the stairs. He's like, but that's it. He's all like, the worst thing about it was I had a I had to quarantine for two weeks from my wife and kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you I get winded going up the stairs though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was before COVID. <laughs> I get winded eating my Dairy Queen Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's, 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 it's a downer. It's not that I, it's dude, not real. Like, I don't. No, no, of course not. Yeah. It's the fact of it ain't going anywhere. Nope. It ain't going I away. I personally think we're all going to get it. Yeah. I hate, uh, oh, we my all wife, will. Dude, my, when I first started seeing them, I was like, you shouldn't say that. And I'm like, why? It's the truth. We all We're get the all flu, gonna get it, and there's a vaccine for that. And you know what? I'm sorry, but I don't know when the fucking last time is that I've ever gotten a flu shot. Yep. My I got sick as fuck. My wife and COVID. Yeah. My my wife and kids get it. They could be coughing, sick, this that. It don't it don't affect me. I get I get kind of sick when the allergies. Yeah, when, when allergies change, yeah. that's when I get sick. And if sick, I don't, if I don't take too. like a Claritin or something, like yep. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll it'll fuck me up for like a day, maybe two days, and that's it. And, um, but dude, it's like what he was saying about people asking for the mask like that. It was pretty sad, dude. We went to Laughlin and, uh, I thought, oh, okay. You know, we're at the Aquarius. It's nicer, a little nicer, whatever. Yeah. And, um, I had been there a month before and they weren't really on mass duty, <laughs> like as they are now. And, uh, I'm like, my wife's like, Hey, you're going to go to Walmart. Can you, when you come back, can you get the McDonald's downstairs and bring it to the room? So we have breakfast. All right, cool. Go to McDonald's. I had my little pull up. Boom. 
order my food, walk away. And I see a guy in the line with no mask, right? And, I, and I'm like, uh, let's see, let's see how far he can get it. I do the same shit too. No, no, I see how far. I want to see, I want to see the shit show go yeah, down. But, yeah. but like, I'm gonna get this dude's back if like they start talking shit because it's not right. No. And there was a bunch of military guys waiting right there, and I'm like, okay, so I'm I ordered, but I'm like maybe 20 feet away from where the line is, right? And I hear the girl on the other side. I'm not going to say just because she was overweight, she's out of shape, yeah. but <laughs> she's not the best condition. Yeah. She fat. Yeah. With, with, yeah. With a mask on behind the plexiglass. Yep. Tells the guy, sir, you have to wear a mask. And he grabs his shirt. Nobody's going to see this, but maybe like sneaks it up to his shirt to yeah. his nose. And he says, I have a face covering now. Yep. So face cover. Legit, right? That's the that's what you're asking it's for. It's the same face shit. It's, it's the same, same material, shit. Everything. Everything. So I'm like, okay. And so he's like, come on, I have my face covered. And he's like, nope, because now you're gonna take your money out of your pocket, but you're touch your face. And she's I'm not thinking a like doctor. Okay, so, so but, I put a post on this on my story, which you know, it'll rival some feathers. I don't care if you stop following me, if, if that's your choice, you know, yeah. we all have, it's you, a you, fucking could, mask. you can mute me if you want. Yeah. Like I've done it to a few people already. Like, Hey, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to deal with your dumb posts or whatever, but okay. So let me get this straight. This was my, my little story post. It was like, so let me get this straight out of shape worker from McDonald's with a mask on behind a piece of plexiglass that is still three feet away so it's three feet on this side, three feet of this way, more or yep. less, right? Because yep. they have it blocked off, so you can't get so close to the counter. Yeah. And they have the the card reader on this side. They they could tell this guy to wear a mask, which he's a healthy dude. You could tell by, you know, yeah. it can look like he worked out and shit. You could tell this guy to wear a yeah, mask. He had a nice butt. In, <laughs> I don't know about that. They, they, you could, and then in the, in the casino, that's smoky as fuck. Yeah. The McDonald's is inside that casino, smoky as fuck, that you're going to force that guy to wear a mask? or you And you can't order now that you're just using your shirt as a mask? Yeah, and I'm because like thinking, dude, this is so fucking that's dumb. That's what doesn't make dude. sense to me. That, that, that ideology of, no, now you've touched your face, your hands, and your shirt, blah, blah, blah. But how do you think I got the mask on my face? Yeah, yep. If it's a regular mask, and that's oh. the other thing, too, is when you see these people put these masks on, 90% of these masks are not fitted properly, nor mm -hmm. do people even know how to fit a mask. Like, if even if they have the N95 or whatever, yeah. they don't know how to pinch the fucking tap, none of them. Mm -hmm. But then you got the people with these cloth masks, and the shit don't fit right, and so they're constantly adjusting, adjusting, adjusting. I don't give a fuck what they, you know, like, there's no matter what germs are transferring to your hands from everything you touch, no matter if it's COVID or not. And now all those germs are on your mask because yep. you're constantly adjusting and touching, right? Yeah. You know, not to mention you ain't washing your hands when you touch your phone and then you put your phone to your face. Yep. Like, like it just doesn't matter. The germs are all that we, they're germs. You know what I mean? That's their job is to get on us and you know, yeah. they're getting on us no matter with this mask or without this mask, yep. no matter how much fucking antibacterial you have, no matter what you're doing, we're Dude. getting the germs. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned this before. I, I was at Verizon uh, about a month ago, and, and uh, I was outside waiting because you're not, you're, it's only like one person at a time inside. And so there was a couple of us out there, and there was this older lady. She was she was a cotton top for sure. She was probably 70s, probably 60s, 70s. <laughs> and uh, she was talking to us, whatever. But when she rolled up, I knew she was on some shit because she had that that visor Oh shit! That clear visor, like you know, if you're gonna work a chop saw or something oh, like yeah. that, like you know, it was like a safety. Oh yeah. So she had a plexiglass shield like over her face, 
So she comes up talking to me. Like I noticed, I'm looking at her. I'm like, I was looking at her. And this old bitch, she had all kinds of weird shit all over her mask, like spit and fucking oh. like somehow the, the the heavy metal lipstick transferred oh. like under her. <laughs> like it, it transferred to her, her shield somehow. And I'm looking, I'm like, this bitch looks like she has pieces of chicken or something oh. on her. And I'm like, she's, she's speaking this shit into the air. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, you, you probably got COVID on the inside of your mask. Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. Like yeah. I've uh, seen a dude. I went to Best Buy a couple of weeks ago with my daughter. There was a dude there in the, in the electronic section. He had an N95 white mask on, then a cloth mask over that mm. and the clear face shield. Oh shit. Yeah. And he was young too. Like he was, he was, he was an employee there. And I'm like, look at it. I'm like, how scared is this dude? I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know his story. Maybe he fucking yeah. had cancer at one point or something. You know, whatever. You probably shouldn't be working if that's the case during these times yeah, of dude, all this fear. But if, if you got lupus, stay home. Yeah. Well, it's you know, like that's the thing. It, I, that's what I think. Yeah. Exactly. If you what got Ren an said, immu like, immune deficiency system. You probably shouldn't be going out. But what do you think's going to happen with the vaccine? Like that's a, that's the thing. Yeah. No matter what, I don't. That's what I don't understand. Like, okay, so. We're going to get a vaccine supposedly, right? Which I, I mean, I highly doubt I'm going to get it anyways. And then it's not going to go away because you get a, a flu vaccine and what are they, what's the number? 625,000 people globally die of the flu every year. Yeah. So what are we going to do? If, if you get, if you got, if you get, if they're telling you, if you got, you know, pre-existing health issues, you know, uh, with whatever, like you're more susceptible to getting yeah. COVID, you definitely don't want to get the fucking vaccine because the vaccine should essentially it, be COVID. Yeah, because yeah, what the is. flu shot is, they're giving you the flu. Yeah, a, a strain of the flu. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Like your your body has to adapt to it. And, and you know, if, and so if you have this, I, I don't, I don't fucking understand. You know, what I don't mean? understand you got, either. If, if you're susceptible, it's like. Good luck. Hope you don't die, bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, here's your vaccine. I, I, you know, like at first, like I said, I, I was keeping the wife from going to the stores and no in-laws, you know, and then yeah. like, and, uh, we all were too at the beginning dude, and now it's like, and then one day I told my wife, you know what? Cause her mom and dad were like, barbecue. you know what? I'm, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. When yeah. her, you know, they kind of did, didn't use that exact wordage, but you yeah. know, and, uh, I was like, you know what? You're fucking right. They're 78 years old. How are you going to stop them from going anywhere? Yeah. They want to go to places. If they don't want to come over, that's fine. But you're more than welcome right. to come over. Like, and like my wife's um, grandpa, he's 90 something years old in Ontario. He don't want to see nobody right now. And my great aunt is 90 something years old in Sun, in Sun City. She don't want to see anybody right I now. I get it. Respect. And I, yeah. yeah. And, but I just keep checking in because right. like, you know, I mean, you're 90 something. We all know she should be that you know, anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you know, I don't want, it would be a shame if, you know, this is yeah. the reason I didn't get to see you for something bad to happen, unfortunately, but that's reality. You know, you're getting up there in age and way that's to my opinion, way up there, you know, but so it's like, I respect it, but like, it's, it's funny because like her grandpa, my wife's grandpa, he don't even want us to drive by and wave. He's no, just, just, and, and you know, he's just kind of one of those, you know, not, not like a, a scare, but he just doesn't want to, I think it's more doesn't want us to like uh, be burdened by coming out, out there and you know what I yeah, mean? That makes sense. You know, cause you know, but it's like, that's a bummer. Cause you know, now we haven't seen him in months, months. Yeah. I mean, are, what did I see the other day? Oh, it's our six month anniversary for two weeks to flatten the curve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, damn. That's, that's true. And aren't we the only country that hasn't really flattened? Like it's, it's a, uh, 
No, I, they, they, I mean, they say we've, we're like, I've read articles that say this shit's done. Like we're gone. It's gone. Like basically, and you know, I, I don't know, man. I think it all depends on what you read and, and what you can, what, we're never being told the truth as it is. So it's hard to find the truth. You know, we have this test site over here. We have the, the Sears, um, is supposed to be an extra like hospital thing. And that mm -hmm. fucking place ain't never had nobody in it. Well, I just found out recently. So I, I go to the Pomona swap meet yep. to sell part at, at the Fairplex, right? For the car swap meet, right? And uh, obviously this year they haven't had it. It doesn't look like they have it. So I called Pomona and I was like, hey, what's going on? I still want my spot. I have a good spot right next to the truck shop Yep. there. And I'm like, it's a good location. I've had it for a few years now. I'm like, I, I want to still have it. Oh, well, you know, we're not sure, but I, October's canceled. Before they even announced it, I knew that it was canceled by like yeah. a week before. And then, but I found out through another partner of mine that he's like, dude, there's hospital beds inside all those buildings that there was supposed to be overflow for the hospital. Yeah, they're empty. They're all empty. They've never used them yet. Yeah. And I've had this argument, or I'm not even calling it an argument, a discussion with somebody yeah. that's in the medical field that think they know what the fuck they're doing. Yep. And then I've had the discussion with other medical people that are actually PAs um, or actual working in the emergency room at certain hospitals. And they're like, it's not crazy the way it is, but you get different mixes, right? Yeah. I think and different states have different issues. Like we yep. all know New York had an issue. Oh. You know Everybody's what I mean? on top of each but, other, though. But from what I understand, and I, you know, need to like look into it a little bit more. New York, for some dumb fuck reason, was allowing COVID positive people to go into fucking, you know, to like the old, older people to go into the fucking nursing home still. Yeah. So why the f that was the issue big time, and that was you know part of the problem with their fucking hospitals mm. is now you got all these fucking sick old people. You know what I mean? So. You know, it, it, it fucked up a lot of things, but here in California, man, I don't know a single area that got like ransacked with this shit where yeah. the hospitals were just fucked. I've had a couple of people that I know that have had it. Yeah. Um, I had a friend in Northern California right at the beginning of this that he got it bad. He got put on a ventilator. He's like the only one that I've heard of that, that I know of that got, once he got put on a ventilator, he got out Yeah. and he's fine. You know, he's playing golf and shit. And yeah. He's back to almost his normal routine. I check up on him once in a while and, and he still has, he says he's having, uh, other, but he has some other things that's yeah. happened in the past. Then I had a, an engraving friend of mine named Jaime that he passed away, but he had, I'm not going to get into detail because that's his personal family yeah, yeah. business, but, but he had underlying yeah, issues. So he had it. some yeah. other things and, um, you know, his son does, uh, some work for me that I get their style of engraving, mm -hmm. the hand engraving for, for sale. So I was talking to his son and, uh, I was just like, Hey, well, that's a trip. You're not wearing a mask when you come to my spot. And I don't force anybody to wear a mask no. at my spot. But if you want to wear a mask, if I if I have an older person come to my spot and they say they're they're there and they see me without a mask, I'm like, I had an older lady the other day and I asked her, I said, Oh, does it make you feel uncomfortable if I'm not wearing a mask? And she's all, Oh, you know what? That's so funny that you even asked. She's all thank you. But she's all, I didn't even recognize that you didn't have a mask. And it was I'm like, probably nicer to see a face. And then and I said, Well, if you if you feel uncomfortable, I'll go to the back. I have an N95. I'll put it on. And uh, I've always had masks at my shop yeah. before all this crap. I've had hand sanitizer before all this crap. I've had toilet paper, yeah. all that shit. So, but she's like, no, no, no. Don't even worry about it, sweetie. No, no, no. Okay. But I have George, which is, you yep. know, you've helped, well, helped with George. He He's the one who handles all the front office stuff and he helps me run the laser. 
And I just, I always tell them out of respect when it's an older person, like ask them, yeah. you know, and um, if you feel like they're getting weirded out, if they're younger, ask them too. Yeah. But out of just respect, you know, but anyway, moving forward, like to what I was saying, my, my buddy, uh, Jaime's son, he came by uh, and I was like, Hey man, we're, you know, surprised you, you would be wearing, you know, your pops unfortunately passed and consider that man like a real good friend. And he's like, look, dude, I have the antibodies already. Yeah. I've got it. And it, it's come through a couple of family members and, and he just made a short brief, like little statement on it. And I was like, cool. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't need to know more than that. Yeah. You know, who knows? I've might've been around people that have had it. We never know. We'll never you know? know. And, and, uh, I, we, we won't know. And I think, like I said, I think we're going to have, all have it eventually. Yeah. It's just like the flu. It's going to hit everybody. It's going to. And it's just going to, it's unfortunately, you know, you know, you get a, um, one of my customers from Odessa, Texas, uh, 22 of his family members had it from the ages of, I think it was eight to 68. Wow. And some of them with like type one diabetes where you, mm-hmm. you know, you have to shoot, I guess type one is shooting insulin. Sure. Some call it that. I'm not and even. then, um, uh, you know, different things. And, and one of his family members, which happened to be a brother passed, unfortunately, but the rest of them got regulated with uh, certain certain asthma treatments that you could take. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because he was telling me all this stuff. I thought, hey, I think my wife has all this shit. Yeah. So I put her on the phone with him and she's like, oh, she, she like checked off every single thing that his doctors over there recommended all the family members after his, his brother passed away. And she had all those medicines already. Oh, wow. That she's already taking from her normal crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so like, damn, you know, and it sucks. It sucks to hear that anybody loses any family member. Oh, of course. But that's not going to stop me not, I don't think the mask is stopping it. To, that, and that's what I'm, that's what I was leading no. to is like, yeah. I don't. It, There's I, no yes. way these masks are stopping. It's not, it's no. impossible. No, dude, I don't, I don't think so. And it's, I, but. Dude, I, I put a fucking cloth over a bike and fucking dust goes through it. And the dust particle mm-hmm. is way larger than a virus particle. Yeah. So you can't tell me this fucking cloth mask that somebody sewed together for me, you know what I mean, is stopping anything coming through it. No, you know, do it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Science doesn't work that way. Yeah. My favorite thing was the mosquito a meme. A guy was putting up a chain link fence to stop mosquitoes from coming <laughs> yeah. in his yard. Yeah. It's the same yeah, yeah. fucking thing, man. Yeah, accurate. It was funny. You know, it's, yep. it's unfortunate, like, but this is not the first time we've seen a new sickness or a new virus. And, you know, it's like AIDS disappeared. Remember yeah. when the AIDS epidemic happened? Like, I mean, I was a kid, but fuck, dude, I remember that shit. It was wild. Yeah. And fucking now you don't even hear nothing about it no more. Well, you know, now that you said that, that's crazy. We were just having this conversation. I don't remember who with who just recently. Have you ever seen that movie? My wife recently told me, she's like, hey, you never watched that movie with Tom Hanks, Philadelphia? Philadelphia. Right? Yeah, he had, he, and, he had the AIDS. Uh, right. I don't think I've watched it. Oh, it's, it's actually it's a pretty good movie, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But it shows how AIDS back in the eighties was looked at. Oh, it's it's a it's oh you're gay. You're you're yeah. You're, you're, oh, you got it from being gay. I remember that part and, of it. Right. So I remember but, that part of of the time. <laughs> but the, yeah, yeah. Well, me too. But yeah. like, what I'm what o- only, that movie gay people can get yeah. that shit. Right. And that and and now all of a sudden before it's funny because it's some similarities from what's going on right now. Nobody wants to shake hands. Yeah. Well, most people I know we shake still, hands. We shake, still shake hands. We're all we're different. Of, we're all different breed, though. Right. And I'm like, dude, it's a trip because when, when somebody, it, it's it's like, oh, do you do you, do you do that? Like, yeah. And I'm like, 
I still do shit. I shake hands. I'm, I'm like, I'm still down on them, you know? Shaking hands for me is a sign of respect. I, yeah, exactly. Me too. And that's yeah. the way I got brought up. Um, yeah. But it's just a trip. That movie, that's how it shows is like, and maybe because I was a lot younger at that time, I didn't know. I knew what it was. Oh, it was supposed to be a gay a gay uh, virus or not, yeah. right? But it it shows that people won't even shake your hand if you had AIDS at that time. Oh, I'm sure. So it's like. Oh, well, they were well, scared. Yeah. 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 And then people were like, Oh no, like you like got to stay away from me. Or people in one of the scenes in that movie it, it, is that the guy comes into the office. He talks to the lawyer, I guess. I think it was that he talks to a lawyer. And then the guy goes, tells the secretary, you need to disinfect this, clean all this up. Wow. Cause it, it just, but now it's like, dude, we're doing that shit right now with this virus. Yeah. Why not with all the other sicknesses of the world? Exactly. You, you know, know, and, and we, maybe because they're not as contagious, supposedly. That's what that's what it is. But I but don't it, know, but, dude. But, but it's not really seeming that it's that contagious. Um, I mean, because we, I, 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 I've, right. since this virus started, I've been to eight or 10 different states, mm-hmm. traveling, driving, gas stations, fucking, you know, like around people. Yep. I'm not sick. So it can't be that contagious then. Yeah. Because, you know, like I've, I've never traveled that much in my entire life and I didn't get sick. So I don't, it's, it's just that that's the downfall. I mean, we've talked about it before and and that being lied to. Yeah. You know, and it's like, we and me and my wife were talking about this today when we were driving to Rialto this morning. And, um, we were, I was saying something like, what were we talking about? Uh, I was like, we are the people who like, I've always questioned authority. You know what I mean? Mm. I've always, I've never liked to been being told what to do when I, since I was a kid, little kid, you know what I mean? Dude, uh, don't tell me what to do. Like you can ask me, but don't tell me like, you know, and especially now as an adult, like, you know, mm. there's a certain way to talk to people. Like if yep. you talk to me and in, in, weirdly, like if you, if you're in emails and fucking DMS and anything like that, <laughs> if you word it a certain way, Cause I don't know you and I don't know your personality or whatever. Like the way, if you word it a certain way, there's a way to ask and there's a way to tell. And I'm not one to be told. And I think the the people that we associate with, cause we're all kind of in that same breed of people. We're not those people, right? but there's people that like, you can tell them what to do and they'll fall in line clearly because we don't have real jobs. We're like, you know, we work for ourselves and we, we went outside the norm. Mm-hmm. We're not those people that just fall in line, yep. you know, like, and, and I know people in, you know, our family members of our, our people that, Oh no, we just have to do this now. Yeah. I'm not accepting that. Like I, what are we going to do next year? Are we wearing masks next year? Dude. Because I, I saw a commercial. I see commercials with people with masks on. That's like it's a, it's a normal thing. It's not fucking normal. I don't give a fuck what it, it's not normal. Like, you know, like what are we trying to do and what are we by falling in line with something that we wholeheartedly know doesn't work. It's, that's the science behind it. It doesn't fucking do anything. What are we teaching our kids by falling in line? We're teaching them to fall in line. Mm. We're not teaching them to question things. Like I've always told my son, like, you know, I say something and then he's like, oh, no, no, that's wrong. My teacher said this. Now, fuck your teacher, man. <laughs> question why? Right. Always question. Always. And I've taught him like, and he's now I, I wish I wouldn't have because he questions me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, fucking, Hey, you know, that, that told you to question other people, right. not me, motherfucker. <laughs> but you know, but, and I'm proud of him though, dude, he, he was in a class and the teach he asked the teacher what his views were. And the teacher like fucking said, he's like liberal fucking blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, and he's like, 
um, no, I went out of this class. And the teacher said, are you doing the work to get out of it? So he went to the fucking counselor and got out of it and went nice. to a different teacher because he didn't want that teacher pushing his political views oh, on because he's going to push a certain agenda, yeah. right? He knows that at fucking yeah. at 15. That's smart. I don't even, I bear, I'm still learning what a Democrat yeah. and Republican is and shit. Like, you know, this kid already knows all this <laughs> shit. I'm like, you know, I'm so proud of him in, in like, in not just, but thinking about to stand up for yourself. Right. Thinking about to think on your own and not fall in fucking line. Like I, he's wearing the mask when we go out and that's right. fine. And it was funny when it first started, he was wearing like a full blown World War II <laughs> gas mask with the cartridge <laughs> and shit. The shit yeah, out of everybody. Dude, people were laughing oh at that full of story. But you know, um, it, it's nice to see that there's somebody out there questioning though. Because when we lose that, we lose our freedoms. We lose our abilities to have the freedoms. Right. You know, I don't see the mask as, as it's okay. It's the new norm. I see it as them taking something from me. And what else can what they take? Is. I don't what know else? what it is that they're taking. I don't know, but it's something like my freedom to not wear it. I guess. You know, I have, uh, I have on my side of the family. I only have two sisters and unfortunately we're not seeing probably eye to eye yeah. on that stuff. And that's cool. I respect okay. their stuff. Um, I still check up on them and see how they're yeah. doing. But, um, there it, it's I question a lot and I my wife's like she's like I think I may, maybe even mentioned this to you last time she's like why why are you so uh tense about everything else going on she's like we're, we got work you didn't have to close down yeah. we still got you know the hand engraving's been as normal yeah the laser engraving only slowed down for the first five six weeks which mm -hmm. I had to shorten George's hours but then once people knew they were kind of like we're over this shit are you yeah, open? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're open. We've been open. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but I told her it has none of that. I'm I'm disappointed in society. Yeah. And spe especially me being, and I know it's I've said this a few times, it's kind of like a broken record, but it's like, dude, I'm I'm an immigrant. Yeah. That that when when I came to the States, my parents were like, Okay, you're gonna learn English. Yeah. At home you're gonna speak Spanish. Over there, don't don't catch me fucking you talking Spanish to a buddy of yours in school. Like you go, you're supposed to be speaking English and, you know, we have that respect issue. And now I'm just disappointed in society. How, how you said we're, we're cut from a different breed maybe yep. of, uh, because we're self-employed or whatever, uh, or we, we did our stretch of uh, becoming what we are. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and becoming more. And it just, it sucks. Cause I see like going to the casinos, like, dude, we were at the win yeah. and I had gambled a little bit there before. So they, they sent me a, a good promotion, so I get it. I'm like, ah, you know, I'll treat my girl to a yeah, yeah. nice room, whatever. But dude, as soon as I saw everybody wearing the mask and, oh, you have, oh, to get registered, you did this. And then they have the fucking kiosk and the kiosks aren't working right. So you start to fucking make a line that, and now the five minute line took 30 fucking minutes. Yeah. It's already getting annoying. And I, my chick's like, I know you're already getting pissed. And I'm like, I'm getting pissed because these people's, and then one lady's like mad dogging me because I have my, my mask down, oh. you know, and I could tell already, like, she's like, I'm like, that lady over there is looking at me. I tell my wife and I'm, she's like, well, just put it up. And I'm like, no, yeah. if, if, if somebody from the casino comes up and they say, Hey, yep. you know, put then it I'll up do it. and I'm not trying to be no tough guy either. I'm not trying to cause a big old scene at this damn casino, but dude, this is a expensive ass hotel with, it's not cheap to stay there. It's not cheap to gamble there. It's not cheap to eat there. It's yeah, not yeah. nothing. And it's like, you know what? No, fuck this. Like, and it's disappointing in society that they're allowing it. 
Yeah. And, 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 you know, even they're though, just okay with it. Yeah. And like you said, lose the, lose the freedoms. And I had one person, uh, they, they, they kind of told me, well, you're not losing your freedoms. Nobody's taking your freedoms. And, and this was a, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say what it was, but like, <laughs> it was like, is somebody grabbed a post, yeah. dropped my shit and then posted on theirs. And I was like, oh, that was directed at me because you posted this, yeah. I know from how you cropped it, I know that my background was right there. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, okay, I know that was directed to me. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, you're in the medical field, yep. first of all, because they think they're the shit. <laughs> but but I'm all, you take, it took four fucking times and you still didn't pass your nursing exam. Oh, shit. Fire Damn, shots, shots fired. fired. <laughs> but, but like I wanted, you know, when you want to shoot back at somebody oh, and be yeah. like, hey, I'm going to reach out to this person to a text because I have their direct number. Like, yep. this is not a social media game. Like, and then I told my wife, you know what? I'm not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be fucking subtle about this. But see, that's the shit I don't understand is how somebody thinks they're so fucking smart because they have education. Yep. Well, there's a difference. Yeah. Between being educated and education. Oh, big time. And and that's what I try to, you know, you're saying about your boy. Yep. You know, I try to do that to my kids too, is, is tell them, you don't need to go to college to be successful. They're, that's a myth. Yep. Now, I've had people come up to my kids and like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And of course, they're going to tell you something. Yep. They're 10 and 11. And I'm not telling them not to go to college or your university. No. I'm not telling them to get a normal college degree. I will tell them, be debt free. If you're going to go to school, don't get yourself in a hundred thousand dollar loan, Yeah, you know, for school and then pay it off 20 fucking years later, yep. you know, be your own person, have your own opinion. The other day they saw us watching something and, uh, they're like, Oh, this is that simple. Last night was that debate thing. Yep. My older boy comes up. He's like, so those are the only two people we have for presidency. And I said, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Last night was a shit show. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, but it's just, I want them to be their own person, yeah. whether they go to college or not, but I don't want them to confuse education for educated. No, big time. And, Ooh, and that's a huge the, difference. And like I've that got that from listening to, you know, certain people or reading oh, yeah. certain books or whatever. And it's like back, we were saying way earlier is that who you surround yourself with and, and you know, to start learning more, whether you call them mentors or, yep. or friends or whatever, you know, we all need that sometimes that extra, like, oh, shit, so-and-so could do it. Yep. I could do it. Exactly. They did it doing that. I yep. did it this, you know. Yep. And it's, you know, a few years back when, my, when I started surrounding myself and getting some mentors, I guess you could call them, is um, one of them said, you know, it's sometimes is by being around a certain person, even though we're doing totally different things, you're doing an art, I'm doing this, it's it's like step your game up. It's like, yeah. you know, you know, Oh shit. All right. It's like, you know, and it's stressful as fuck. Oh yeah. to do that game too. But, yeah. I, I, but that's what I try to teach my boys. It, so that's why it's cool that, that you said that about your son, because my son's like, my older boy's like your son. Like, yeah, he's now he's starting to question shit for with us. And I'm like, Whoa, 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 whoa yeah. trip, chill out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Final say you know, here. Yeah, so, so, somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I always tell my boy, dude, watch it because you're, you're, you know, you're 15. You ain't never been in a fight. When you're 18, I'll whoop your ass. Like, you know, check yourself. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. You know, he, That's hilarious. He, he's a smart kid, but he thinks he's the smartest kid in the room. And I like to just stuff him because, you know, it, it's funny. Like, because, you know, That's, he'll come, he'll come with this little smart ass little comment from time to time. And I'll just be like, oh yeah. 
you know, and I'll fucking spit something back and he'll just have nothing to say. <laughs> and I'm like, just cause you think you're the smartest person in the room. Don't make you the smartest person in the room. Yep, fuck. You know, and that's, that's the, the, yeah, that's, I tell him that's your downfall. You got to get rid of that, that, that chip, you know what I mean? Cause he's, he, he's a smart kid. Like he's always been a yeah. smart kid. So he's always been told he's a smart kid. Right. You know what I mean? So he learns easily, quickly. Oh, yeah. That's my math. Other he's real good in math and shit like that. So that, that he's grown with that, that chip, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Thinking that he's the smartest person in the room and just cause I didn't go to school and do shit like you're doing, you know what I mean? Or, or, you know, my 1.8 GPA in high school, <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't mean that I didn't learn shit. Yeah. Just man, I was lazy. He's got to have a little bit of that humble pie. Yeah. He'll get it, man. He'll get it. But like, <laughs> you know, it, it's something that it's got to be learned sometimes the yeah. hard way and he'll learn it. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I'm, I, I was raised by my grandpa a lot, you know, so my grandpa was old school as fuck. You know what I mean? So I learned old school as fuck. You know, he was making me walk through the grocery store with my hands in my pockets because I touched too much shit. Oh, you bro. know, and if I pulled that fucker out, it was a whap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, you know, I raised my kids the same way. You know, they got swatted when they fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it seems like that that's kind of going away these days, but that's how it's always going to be. Sure. I'll always be this way. And I, and I hope they raise their kids the same way because I know how I was the kid. That shit didn't fuck me up. I still questioned authority. I still fucking didn't want to be told what to do my whole life to still to this day. Yeah. But I know what it also did for me. It taught me respect and it taught me things that, you know what I mean? That I'll, I'll always take with me for the rest of my life. Oh, for it, sure. You know, there's a definitely a difference between uh, reprimanding and spanking your kids and beating the shit out of them. Yeah. So there's time. two different fucking things. I feel like I got all of it. Yeah. Bro. I mean, like I, my, my son, dude, you know, swatting his ass, it didn't do much for him, but you put that kid in the corner. Oh my God. It was like you were pulling his fucking fingernails off, bro. He would flip the fuck out. So guess what? You don't get spanked no more. Yeah. But you're going in that corner, motherfucker. I got a chair for you now. Like when you had to go in that corner, dude, he would lose his fucking mind, you yeah. know? And it's like, you figured that out though with your kids. Like, you know, certain kids do not react to getting spanked. You know what I mean? And it's, but it's like with that, like going forward now, I don't ever believe, like he's in homeschooling now. We pulled both the kids out of school mm. completely. They're both in homeschooling. Nice. My son started homeschooling three weeks ago. He's already almost done with 10th grade. Oh, shit. In three weeks. Because he's just like, yeah, I'm doing, like, I'm doing like two, three weeks at a, at a time. That's like, cool. I just fucking go through and I'm just blasting them out. And then I hang out with my friends online and shit. That's you way know? to do it. Yeah, you know. And it's cool That's- because I hope he, he blasts through school and he starts doing college courses or whatever he feels like he wants to do. But where I... I don't like it, and it's not that they're going to get it now in schooling now anyways, but he's losing that interaction right. with females specifically. And it's nothing like, you know, it's just the learning how to talk to girls. That's where I right. learned how to talk to girls in high school. Like, you know what I mean? You learn how to talk to them and, and you know. Fuck, you're I still nervous. know how to talk to girls. Not yeah. that it matters well, anymore. Well, now you just go, <laughs> yeah. nice boobs. Do your kid, do your, I, just, I just double tap their pictures on Instagram. That's all you got to do nowadays. <laughs> you know? Not do me, you, though, Lacey. Not me. Do they ever go to <laughs> events with you? Yeah, they do. Yep. Yeah. That's one thing we started doing with the boys. Um, uh, as now for the last couple of years, we started going. So I had those rollers when they were little, but yep. they for they forgot, you know, they stopped kind of going because yeah. it was a little harder. It is hard. So they would, so they would Especially miss when they're little, little. Yeah. So we, we stopped taking them. So we started doing events. So when they do go now, they're like, oh my gosh, your boys are so big. Everybody knows who the, who the yeah. fuck they are. They don't know that. Yeah. And then they're like. You know, so now we started taking them, but like, um, was it last last summer? I think it was last summer. 
um, my buddy Sean did the show over there in um, Redoso, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it was a small motorcycle tattoo convention. You know? mm, but yeah. I told him, hey, I'm going to take the boys. Yeah. Yeah, dude, bring them. We had just came back from Niagara Falls. Uh-huh. Came back and we road tripped over there to New Mexico. And, dude, they're walking around, you know, with their little engraved shirt. So I told Sean, hey, is it cool for them to walk around? But they... They know that hey, they stick together. They go yeah. to the bathroom together. You know, Same. Wanna, yeah. They walk around, but they've they've been there when I'm getting tattooed. They've been so they're they're not like so culture shocked by shit that maybe I would have been or my parents would have been. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and um, my so, kids have seen it all, dude. Yeah, and I want them to see that all. Yeah. And then we've we've taken them to, dude, uh, to uh, what's that one event that you go to over there in Orange born, County, born free, born free. I've yep. taken them there. Yeah, you know, and we'll you know. Um, they haven't been to Sturges, but we wanted to take them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, it's it's gonna come the time when we take them, you know. Yeah. And then, um, but it should be. Dude, they've gone to lowrider shows, and now they have. Uh, I built little lowrider bikes for them, and that they're gonna finally bust out whenever their next shows or whatever. And uh, but they go, and they they know, and they they they've seen the girls with the booty shorts, titties hanging out, whatever, yeah. and <laughs> it's like whatever, you know. And then like you but, can't stop them but from the seeing react. That. The reaction is, I they. I kind of force them to, if they, we have the booth, I force them to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. So they were in scouts and they had their candy that they got to sell or whatever, or baseball. I'm like, no, no, no. You sell that shit. Yeah. I just, and then they would start selling. And then they're like, shit, we should have brought more. We sold out fast. I was yeah. like, well, you know, but that interaction you're saying that they're missing. Yeah. Luckily with our kids in the neighborhood we're at, there's a few kids that come out and their parents aren't being like anal about like, Oh, you got can't play. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a few kids that not only just on our block, but just from around the block too, that kind of hang out, ride bikes, scooters, yeah. uh, skateboard, whatever. And they're out there. And, uh, you know, they, they interact with each other, at least that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, you're, I know what you're saying about like, hey, you know, they're going to they're gonna need that interaction with a female or yep. whatever, whatever the case is going to be. And then it just, uh, it, we, we had that. Yeah, and now with a social dis, uh, social learning, distant learning, whatever yeah. it's called, and it's like well, that dude. video games, all the shit, man. It's all, yeah. it takes it all away. You yep. know what I mean? You you you're you're hanging out with friends now is over Call of Duty mm. or whatever fucking game's cool. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not the same. And then, like I think, like I'm ha- I, lately, I've been having this weird epiphany with in, the, with social media and the negativity and all this stuff and like how shitty it is, man. And, and the generations coming up from playing these video games. And if you've played the video games, like I, I have, you have, I don't know if you have, Very but if little. you're in these <laughs> lobbies with these people, with the headsets and these little kids telling you to go fuck your mother and all this <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, dude, they're fucking like, 10 God, years old. Like God forbid if you sound dude. black too, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Like, and, and it's this negativity that these people are, are portraying yep. that for some reason, it's like, I was even talking to my son about this on the way home this other day. And I, uh, I remember, cause I was like, what are you doing right now? He's like, Oh, I don't know what day it was when I was asking, but Oh, I'm, uh, I'm playing games with my buddies and my one friend who's real good at coding is just talking mad shit to this other dude for, you know, whatever. And I, and I'm like, in my head at that point, I'm like, why? Yeah. And then I talked to him about it. I'm like, it's like the other day when your friend was doing this, you don't know that dude. You don't know the kid you guys are talking shit to, the person, whoever. I mean, I don't, I don't know how old the fucking guy was, but so what gave you the right to sit there and talk shit to that person? Yeah. You know what I mean? To, to, to tell him that, that his opinion doesn't fucking matter. 
he's a piece of shit. You know, whatever was said, I'm just, I'm, right. I don't know what they said, but you know, but that's what's happening right now because I don't want to wear a mask. I'm a piece of shit. Of course. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't agree with this person. I'm racist because all these things are being thrown at you and you don't even know me. And yeah. you would never say that shit to me. Like you would, you know, realistically, most people will not talk to another person they don't know in a foul manner. Oh, of course not. Because that's not like the way people's brains are wired. There's a definitely a group of people that will, you know, but you know, it, it's not realistic. And, and these kids that are coming up now like that with that mentality, then they move to Instagram and they're doing the same fucking thing and never been punched in the fucking mouth. Never going to have to answer for these things that they're doing, but the mentality is what it's creating. Right. You know what I mean? It's creating this negative culture, like moving it forward and just, and we, I mean, I've been a part of it. I'm, I'm definitely guilty. I'm not trying to say I'm some fucking saint, man. When I was on Xbox, I'm like, fuck you, you know, like yeah. you're fucking 10, motherfucker. I'll come to your house. Like, you know, yelling at little kids and shit too. But, but it just came to me recently because I think it's all this politics and all this shit that's yeah. happening. And I go, you know, I follow a few like political things and, you know, you read, you know, the, the account, what they posted. And then you have these people that agree with it. And then the person that disagrees with it calls the person who agrees that a fucking idiot and this and yep. that you're a piece of shit. What the fuck, man? Yep. How can you get mad at another human being like that for them having an opinion? And that's the problem is nobody's entitled to an opinion no more. It's like, what, what do they call it? Cancel culture. bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, no, oh, fuck that dude. Yeah. Like, um, I, I don't, I don't understand that. You know, like the, fu the funny thing is you're saying about the kids playing and the, they don't know who's on the other line. Like we try to control it as best as possible, who yeah. they're playing with. Yeah. And you know, it's still you can't like, only so yeah, much, you can't only so much, it's but it's hilarious. Pull it out of the house. The kids will be playing outside and I could hear them. They come to the door like, Hey, I'm going to log on at this hour. Right. Now. And it's just like, you guys were just playing outside, which is cool. Yeah, at yeah. least they were fucking doing, doing outside. That. Yeah. And then they come inside and they, they play, you know, but, but now I'm like, well, Hey, you're on the fucking laptop yep. for school the whole time. Then you want to be on the laptop to watch YouTube or whatever. Yep. You're going to go outside for a little bit and the jujitsu and then maybe back again. You want to be on the laptop, like dude, too much laptop or tablet or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, man, it, it's like, how far is that? You know, yep. we're going to be and it's just like, but the opinion, like I said earlier, uh, I muted a, a few people because yep. I don't want to unfollow them because honestly, Sometimes they post cool shit, yeah. but I, I, I started muting a few people because dude, what you're posting is fucking fake as fuck. Yeah. Not, not because it's like memes and shit, but you're, you're posting a lifestyle that you're really not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not telling people you're faking that you're in, you're, yeah. you're, in, you're in dead out of your ass yeah. for what you have. Yeah. And you think it's because of what you're doing. Yeah. And it's not. Well, that's, and then, and that, then another thing, it's like all the negativity shit. Yeah. It's like, Dude, uh, a while back, I, I got into a discussion with a guy, and it was it was awesome. Awesome. But I, I think I felt like I steered the conversation to the better. He had an opinion, and it was about riding in L.A. and and throwing shit at cop cars. And I said, dude, you, sh you be careful. You know, you, you don't. You know, don't get too close to that shit, you know? And he's like, no, but because the way he grew up, he has a certain opinion against law. Like you said, oh, yeah. well, you're going you're gonna to fight back. Like, you don't, you don't want... Uh, somebody telling you what to do, yep. right? But you get like somebody like me that I've always been like, I love to speed and I love having my windows limo tinted. Yep. So, so I got pulled over and I got my license. I got my license at 16 at 16 and a half. It was suspended for six months, <laughs> you know, for like yep. too many damn tickets already. <laughs> yeah. And then, so 
you know, but you get somebody like me that I'll roll my fucking windows down, put my hands on the steering wheel, and I if I see the fucking cop lights, I'm all, I'm I pull over because I already know, hey, dude, they fucking caught me Same. out of the hundred other fucking times that I did it, you know, and uh, like some some of these people they want to have certain opinions because of how they grew up, which is great. And I, I see their side, but then I said, you know what? I respect your, this is what I told homeboy. I said, I respect what your opinion and you're right because I didn't grow up like that. Yeah. But just remember those dudes are just trying to make a living just like you are. Yeah. So I kind of flipped it and I said, but I do respect your opinion. Yep. And you know, and he's like, no, that's why me and your homies because like you respect you you respect others' opinion. I respect yours too, yeah. even though we don't see eye to eye. We would, and we're, we're, we don't have to at all. No, we don't. And I recently, some another thing because of the, the Trump and Biden thing or whatever, I, somebody posted something and, and I just, you know, I, I posted like laughing like a little meme. It was like funny against Trump, right? And I'm not for, for or against the guy, but I think either way, it's kind of like a shit show. Yeah. But- in my opinion, and I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. I don't give a fuck. Red, blue, uh, left, right. Yep. Look, I have m- mental things that I think of. Yep. Like of certain things about abortion or certain things of this or certain that. And I don't care if you have a different one than me. Huh? I don't care. If, like I always tell people, uh, like I even tell people that I know that are real religious. Like I'm like, dude, that's cool. Yeah. That flipped your script, you know? Yep. That's good for you. Yeah. Just like maybe you working on your bikes flipped the script for you. Yep. You know, or, or maybe maybe you did something that flipped the script for you. Went to, you, know? you went to Dairy Queen. That's fucking <laughs> right. So, you know, but the the guy said something and I was like, man, that shit's funny, dude. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, dude, I'm not for Biden by no means. But like I said, that was, but you posted was hilarious dude, yeah. about Trump. And like, I don't remember even what it was. He's like, man, that's. I, I don't see eye to eye with you, bro, but that's why me and you go way back. Yeah. I respect that, whatever, but you know I'm not on that team. And I was like, it's all good, bro. You don't have to be on. And, and I don't have a team. I don't have a team. And then yeah. he's like, well, you know I'm not a Democrat either or a Republican and whatever the middle is, I guess. And yeah. and I was like, well, we really don't have a fucking choice right now. No. It's one or the other, right? And one of the, somebody I know said the lesser of two evils. And I'm like, well, I don't want to go that far either, but yeah. yeah, you're, you're stuck. You have these two guys only. And, uh, you know, I told him, but it ended cool. Yeah. But that, that conversation could have been an asshole. And I've been like, no, fuck you, bro. Oh, easy. You don't even know what Biden's going to do for taxes, for businesses and da, da, da. Yeah. But I did tell him, I said, just remember, I have a certain opinion of certain things because I am a small business owner yeah. and I have to abide by the there, you know, there's different laws there, and rules dude, for us. I finally started reading on shit. I've never want, been one to vote. The reason why I don't kind of believe in it. Yeah, I don't believe. I, in it I do. I do believe in like local voting, like more you know for your local shit. But it's uh, I don't I don't believe that like, what's it called, electoral college and all that. Once it's on that, that's a different tier, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but this year has been the first year that I watched the debate of. Read all the ballots that That's coming in. That's what's weird to me too. Is you're like, I mean, I've again never been into pol- any kind of politics. I hated politics. I never wanted to talk about it with anybody. Ne- I'm not educated in mm. it at all. I don't know none of it. Me neither. You know, um, but it seems like this year more than ever has been a definitely like uh, people have been separated due to politics more than I've ever seen right. ever. And more people that I know are paying the fuck attention. 
um, than I've ever seen ever. I mean, we're, we just had a, 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 we just voted four years ago. It hasn't been that long since we voted, you know what I mean? But I don't remember, I remember, you know, hearing about the Hillary shit here, you know, Trump and blah, you know, grab her by the pussy and blah, 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 <laughs> you know, all this shit. But never was it like so crazy as I feel like it is right now. So, right. you know, it's very bold. It's very out in front of your face and very lot of weird shit going on. And people literally unfriending people because they have a different opinion. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's what I think is weird because like, what are you going to do when it's done? Mm-hmm. What, whoever fucking mm-hmm. wins. Yeah. Or, or we can't be friends now because I didn't vote for the same fucking yep. person. Yep. Well, I also don't have the same fucking car, asshole. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't like the car you drive. So yep. we can't be friends because like, what, what does it matter? It's an opinion. It's your opinion. And it's like being taken from us. No. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the sad part is that like people are getting into these like bicker, bicker being matches over yeah. something, dude, you, you really don't have a control over. No. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, I, could you wish it better? You know, like I said, I started reading those ballots. And I'm like, all right. Cause I hear like, oh, well, if this happens, if Biden comes in office, this is going to be, no, it's, it's who you vote, what, what you voted for in your ballot. Like, so it's like, started educating myself a little bit yeah. more on it. And then well, let me know what you're going to vote for. Cause I'll probably vote for the same shit. <laughs> almost, almost, I don't right? want to read all that shit. Dude, trust me, dude. The other day I, I, I caught myself like, what the fuck? Now I, now I really feel like I'm getting older. Yeah, dude, you feel I'm like, like an adult and shit. But you know what? I'm more concerned about like my guys, dude. Oh yeah. Like I'm more concerned about what my kids are going to have to go through. Um, you know, like for example, you know, one of the ballots is like, okay, if you have $3 million or more, in um, in property, then you're gonna you're gonna get taxed more, and then you know this and that. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't have three million dollars more than property, but but my landlord does at my shop. Yeah. So what's that gonna happen? He's gonna raise the prices uh, yeah. even more Shit than what he already. Downhill. Hell yeah. So it technically does affect my small business, even though it's supposed to be for the big guys. Yeah. I so didn't think about that. You start you start reading the little fine print behind it. And what's cool is I found the site that like breaks it down. It was like the ballot. And then it tells you the, what the pros and cons will break down to what type of person. And I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to understand it a little better, but it took me like literally like two hours to read that one thing. And it's like, damn, I had to read it over and over. And then they have like those big words that I guess I'm not smart enough to understand. So I got to get that fucking Google search. I've been reading that that CIA book. I'm Googling words constantly, bro. I'm like, Um, what the fuck? Or I'm like trying to figure out how to say it, you know, like in my brain. So I want to make sure I'm saying it right. But I'm like, man, why can't these people just use normal fucking words, man? I I miss when, when politics was a taboo thing to talk about. Yeah. Now it's it's our norm. That's our new norm. Like every, yeah. Like everybody has to let you know who they're for. Yeah. And I, I've said it once before and, I, and, and you know, people want to scream Biden, Trump, whatever. Uh, who fucking cares? I don't care who you vote yeah. for. I'm very simple. Like, I, like, I, like, I, I, I honestly don't care. I want to keep my money. <laughs> I want to keep my guns and I want to be left alone. That's the, whoever's going to give me those three things, I'm going to vote for you. So call me, you know, hit, <laughs> hit the hotline because I need to know who the fuck to vote for. Yeah. It's, you know, it, like, it, it, it's a mess, man. Like it, it, it fucking sucks. Like you can't even, like we were talking about this earlier before we before we went hot. You know, I I, I like posting stuff just to fucking piss people off. <laughs> 
And people get so confused. Like, you know, when, when I get with friends and stuff like that, they start talking and like, well, what the fuck are you? I'm like, what the fuck does it care? <laughs> you know, what, what does <laughs> who, it matter? Who gives you, a you shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll post a meme and I'm cooking dudes on both sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's always somebody from one side or the other has to get real fucking sensitive. And most people don't even know what they're talking about. And, and it's, and I'm just I like, I know I don't. That's why I don't say I, shit. I'm like, it's just a fucking meme. Can you not just laugh? Like, yeah. stop being so fucking serious. I was people like, this is not very, a political page. Well, yeah. look at that shirt that I did for Jeff. The front wheel has some smoke coming off of it. And I'm doing a fucking good thing for somebody who needs some fucking help. Don't tell me somebody jumped on and that And somebody shit. said, why does the front wheel have smoke coming off of it? Oh. And I, I, I commented, I'm like, who the fuck cares? It's a fucking drawing. And I just deleted the, everything because I, I get, I don't like putting negative shit on my page and I don't, you know, and I don't let other people do it. And I get pissed and sometimes I'll write a comment and I just delete both of them, yeah. you know, but it's like, who, dude, either... If you don't like it, scroll the fuck on because you're gonna yeah. I'll block you. I don't give a shit about you. Mm -hmm. For one, like it, it, it pisses me off that you're taking something that is supposed to be so positive and that we're trying to help a fucking dear friend to us, and you're making either fun of it or just finding something negative about it. Who yeah. cares? You but, know, like why do you need feel the need? And that's what it's, that's what social media has done for people. Yeah, though. it has. It, it, it makes them feel like their shitty comment, their fucking two cents is worth five cents. And reality is it's not worth a penny. Dude, I learned from, uh, I mean, fuck, I'm, I mean, you know what? Uh, I'll listen to like, we talked about it, like guys like Andy Fursella yep. and, you know, sometimes Gary Vee and other guys. And most of them say like, or you'll hear Joe Rogan say like, I don't read the comments. Yeah. And I, I want to interact with my my followers, right? So do I. So well, it means my more YouTube, for us to do it, right? Though. So, so like I try my best. Like on YouTube last time, some guy went on there. Well, this is the reason, guys, why you shouldn't be self taught. Da da da. Because oh, I was breaking really? it down, but he doesn't realize everybody that he mentioned the post, other engravers, and I'm like, they're people that I look up to, but they're not doing car parts or motorcycle parts. Yeah, they're doing something else. So everybody's gonna have the right to their opinion. I left the comment on there. I didn't delete it. And I commented back, thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. But I know all those people you're talking about. And this is my own style. And what I was describing on the video was how to do, how I do door handles left and right yep. without fucking drawing shit. And, and, and I do them mirror image and shit. But of course, somebody that's a professional, well, I call them professional engravers that do real like detailed firearms and been engraving for way longer than I have. Yeah. They're going to have their opinion, yeah. but it's like, somebody's going to have an opinion of what you're doing. Somebody's going to have an opinion of what oh, you're yeah. doing. I guarantee you if his bike is a certain color with a certain type of thing is not, Oh, why did he do it like that? Or your thing, or maybe you have a uh, more of a hot purple part yeah. on your bike and like, or that blue that you're doing that one bike back there, badass blue to me. Yep. But so and so that like yellow doesn't like blue is yep. like ah oh, they yeah. don't it like Dodgers. You know. They have yep. to let you know. You should, you should well, have done it this well, way. I'm not a Dodger fan. I'm an Angels fan. So you should do red shit. Like, yeah. dude, come on, man. Like, like, what is the what is what is the point of letting somebody know I don't like that? I don't know. Like, it's because like what like what it makes like, of course they they I think they want to feel uh, special. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm Thumb I'm thug. good for that. Thumb, yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. Like, it's one thing if if you said, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's one thing if you said, we're in here in a room together, but most of the people that do that shit, it, yeah. that's where I have a I have a hard time on the internet. You know, and trust me, I was, I was a kid during AOL talking shit in chat rooms <laughs> and stuff. So, you know, I remember but as I get older, 
it first, it doesn't affect me mentally. It doesn't bother me. I just don't understand why yeah. people think they, they have the right or the, or to demean other people in that sense. You know what I, I mean? It makes them feel good at the moment. Like yeah. I, I could come on here and be like, Oh dude, or on my social media and blast people. Cause I, I get, uh, I, and I hate to go back into my stuff or whatnot, but like the, the no chicken scratch. Yeah, I get yeah. shit for that all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, what's that mean? I get guys that come up to the events and they're like, what's that mean? Oh, I have that shit on my banners. I have that on my business cards. I have that shit on my shirts. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, and I tell them it's, this is for wide cuts or deep engraving. That's what I mean. No chicken scratch. Yeah. And then they're like, well, why? What makes you different than so-and-so? I was like, so-and-so's work is beautiful. Yeah. I said, it's just a different cut. And I have my thing and that's it. And then it's like, but everybody wants to try to either check you. Yeah. And I, I could put people on blast just like I'm sure you can in motorcycles yep. or somebody else could try to put you on blast Yep. or shit. It's been done to me multiple times. One engraver that I, I loved his work. Um, and I admired him very highly when I met him, he was an asshole to me, dude. Yeah. Like bad, bad. But all that did, if I wanted to be like one of the kids, like nowadays, probably I'd be like, Fuck, fuck this shit. I need yeah. to give up. But honestly, it put more fuel on my under oh, yeah. my ass. Fuel on my fire. Fucking light <laughs> yeah. my ass. Fuel, however fuel you say ass works too. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever uh, how you say still it, right? Yep, still uh, burns. Immigrant problems. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so uh but yeah, man, it, it you know, it was more fuel on my fire and and dude it it pushed me. Oh yeah, pushes you. And then I was like, fuck. And one of my buddies was like, dude, he's just hating. You know, of course your friends are going to try to pump you oh, yeah. up. But dude, he was just hating because he feels you're coming at him. And I'm like, dude, so now when people ask my opinions, I, I always tell people like, hey, you sure you want my opinion? Yeah. Because when I tell you, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. No. And, and a lot of people, you could tell like they stop asking. Yeah. I don't think they can take it. You know? I, re I recently <sighs> told somebody a while back, somebody I taught and they're, they're doing cool, you know, yeah. but like, I, I was like, well, that person's got so much more potential. Constructive criticism is unlost. That's the only thing I'd said publicly. I said, and I'll, I'll say it again here. It's that person has so much more potential, but he's cutting corners and charging high, you know, and, Dang, and that, that's, that's deep though. That's. But, but that's, that's it. But if you're that's if it's truth, it's truth though. But, that's the and problem. I've told that person in person. I've told that guy in person. Yeah. I don't want to mention his name. No. I don't need to. No. But there's other guys that I'm like, dude. I'm like, hey, bro, do that, dude. You you you're not even scraping what what you're capable. I I could see it. Nobody yeah. else, like somebody maybe could see some potential in me yep. that I don't see in myself, right? Yeah. But I could see it in them as an artist, as a person. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the problem. Is like everybody's. Like everybody wants to put an opinion on online, but they don't know each other. Yeah, yeah. And there's a difference when you're sharing shit. Oh yeah. With somebody when you know each other, you oh, know. Yeah. It's well, like, and there's well, there's I, I like to say there's different levels to this. Oh, for sure. All of this stuff that we do, you know what I mean? Like when I build a bike, I'm not trying to compete with any person out there except the bike that I built before that bike. So the next bike I built, I want to build better than the bike I built before it. And, and I'm trying to improve my skill set and improve myself because like I've said many times, only reason I even have this business was because one day I want to be considered a bike builder. Mm. That's my dream. That's my goal. You know what I mean? If I never get there, I never get there because I can't call myself a bike builder. 
Right. You know what I mean? If I could do that, I could say the bike I built in the very first chopper I built, it was, I was on my bike. I'm a bike builder now. <laughs> God, I, I mean, I built that bike, you know what I mean? But I need to be, like, for me, it's the same with like the self-made title. I have to earn this title. Right. You know, it's something that, that my peers can give me, mm-hmm. right? The people I look up to, the people that um, I, I am influenced by. Those are the people that can give me that title and nobody else. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's weird, but people also, they don't want to work for that. They want to say, I, I I'm, I'm going to start doing this and here's the bottom, but they want to start up here at the top mm-hmm. and that, and they, and they won't do it unless there's, they start there. Right. And they don't realize like people do not know, like there, there's, we, you know, we get fall, new followers every day and I've talked about how I started this and how the beginning, but it means a lot sometimes when I post pictures back from 2012 at the swap meet with my PT cruiser and one fucking six foot table that I borrowed to sell some parts. You know what I mean? Like they're, then they see that and they're like, Oh, you know, that's, that's not, you know, if I showed you the first picture of our shop, our first shop was basically just one of these with some white plastic, um, shelving racks from home Depot. (laughs) Like, you know, that we filled up a little tiny section. I'm like, we're going to be here for 10 years before we finish. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and six months later it was fucking, I, we couldn't yeah. put anything else in it. So it, it, you know, it's, it's crazy when something grows that fast and it's super scary, but you don't realize like how much work we've all had to put in to be there. And then when you're not, when you see somebody who, you know, has potential and you're giving them constructive criticism and they can't take it to unleash that potential mm-hmm. it's more irritating yeah because i get pissed dude like you know that whole growth thing that you were saying about the shops like i look like at yours because you told me your story before yep. and you know you got you got like danny how it is and yep. I, you know I, I know miguel from self-made same yep. thing with the gyms and i look at all these guys and i look at even um i do work for that bishop bishop rotary yep, yep. Franco, franco Viscovi. yeah so franco i've seen and talked to him I've took him as a mentor, you know, and then like, it, it's just crazy because like the, you know, it, I, I, uh, I don't go by what sometimes the peers normally say, yeah. like I go with others that are bigger and better oh, yeah. have said in their industries, you know, yep. um, you know, that you're saying about the the shop and nobody knows how, how you, you made it and what you did with those yep. Home Depot shelves. So little, stupid story is like we we did a, a I got filmed like years ago for a show called living the low life mm-hmm. it was on the speed channel at the time I think it was and um and they they got you know they some people from Laura magazine told them about me some other painters and other people they're like oh no this is the guy you're gonna go talk to whatever I'm like all right so they come film at that time I had moved back from Albuquerque I was living in the city of Whittier still running a, a friend's brother's house little two bedroom one bath one car garage the deal with the house was I couldn't use the garage, but I said, Hey, there's this little little washroom or something that's kind of blocked off at of the garage on the side has a bunch of junk in it. The guy's like, my buddy's brother's like, well, if you could clear it out, you could use that. And I was like, fuck. Cause I don't know where to engrave. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, well, dude, I clear it out, paint it all white, put a light. So I'm all cool. This thing was five foot by nine foot, dude. Oh, geez. <laughs> so when they came to film me, the guy that was filming, the director, he used to film for overhauling. Oh, shit. And he was like, dude, we need to put lights inside this. He's like, so this is where you do, like, the guys who are low-rider car of the year, this, that, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. And they're all, really? 
And he's like, we expected like a shop, like a big, no, dude, I can just work out of here. I tell people now, like the shop, I don't need the shop. You know, no. that's to grow the other part of the business. And it, it's not a facade either, but it's it's to grow the other part of the business. So it's like, I know the the working in that five by nine and they're barely able to barely bring their lights in there and their camera. We had to move a bunch of shit out. And I had those plastic shelves from Home Depot inside yep. that little room. I had a little stand-up compressor. We had to move all that shit so they could get comfortable Jeez. just so they could do like a little segment, you know? Yep. And it's just like, the, 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 that yeah, that sounded cool. I didn't get paid for that, no. but it did bring a bigger following to me or whatever. And that was before Engrave It. Yep. The Engrave It thing started because at that time I hired somebody else and I started teaching them how to engrave. So I felt like, okay, well, I need to do this. So I trademarked the name yeah. and then, and then uh, did the corporation afterwards, whatever. But it just, it, it goes back to your saying, nobody knows those stories unless if you tell them. Yep. And recently I've been telling them more, you yeah. know, and then telling them how and who helped me along the way and who gave me even advice yeah. of, of different things. There's something I teach in my class. It's like something so simple and subtle, but I learned it from two engravers and, Rest in peace, uh, my buddy Jaime. He he's the one when when I met him, uh, he, he's like, oh, I do this. And my other buddy Rudy, he had said the same thing. I was like, oh shit, you know that these guys are too doing it. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I I guess I could do that, but I'll modify what they're doing to yeah, yeah. my liking. Yep. But I didn't ask him more, you know. And that's what kind of sometimes bugs is like, dude, everybody wants the answers and all on a platter. And it's like just because you paid me for a private one on one doesn't mean that I'm going to give everything on a platter to yeah. you, you know? It's like if I came here and I said, hey, Steve, how's everything made, what you do, and yeah. this and that? Show me each individual process. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Then you're going to be like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. hey, pump your brakes, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and then uh, maybe we wouldn't be cool, <laughs> yeah. you know? But as much it, knowledge as you want to spread about a craft or something that you've, you know, have learned all this shit over time, at the end of the day, which is which is interesting too, because at the end of the day, you're teaching possible future competition, yeah. you know? Well, so it, you can't teach them every secret. They, some of that shit, and, and, and just reality, some shit you got to fucking learn on your own. Oh yeah, definitely. You it, know, like all, everything that I've done here, like, I mean, I've had, I've had some, you know, if you want to say mentors for periods of time and like people that have given me advice or helped me along right. the way for little things. But man, I learn every day as I go along here. You know what I mean? Like I always tell people, I don't fucking know what I'm doing, man. I just don't want to work at Subway, you know? So I'm here hustling and trying so to make right sure. Now. Subway does sound good right now. But I'm just trying. I was going to, you know, it sucks. I was going to order El Pollo Loco earlier and I kind of forgot again. Oh, shit. We're going to start doing that shit before we start the we show. We can check with, yeah. You know? But anyways, uh, you know, you got to learn that shit, man. There's like, like people are all, people that will DM me. Hey, I'm thinking about starting a business like this, blah, blah, blah. Go figure it out, man. Figure it the fuck. That Dixon's good for that. Figure it the fuck yeah. out. You know, you know, like you have to figure it out. Like but the competition thing that you were saying, like you're right. Um, you know, some people at shows that people are like, Hey man, you, you know, you're showing people this, that. Cause I got really shitted on by a couple other engravers in the industry that uh, were like, well, you're starting to teach people. Yeah, I'm sure. And, like, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm not showing them everything. That's like you standing in front of me and you see my equipment, you send this, I've literally given my chisel with the same handpiece, the same equipment to another engraver, mm -hmm. and they still can't do what I do. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they're not capable of, but there's going to take a while for them yeah, to do time. that. it's time. It's practice. And they, and they have practice, and they're badass engravers at what, how they do it. Now, I always tell people this, and they're like, oh, maybe, maybe it's me. In my head, I'm thinking this, but I'm, I hope when I say it, people don't think, ah, he's just being a little cockfuck, you know? Yeah. But 
I always say the only competition I see is the guy I wake up in the mirror with. That's true. You know, and and I love when I see people like doing it. Yeah. Because I'm like, shit, cool. People are, hey, have you seen this dude? Have you seen this? I'm like, dude, that shit's dope. Good for them. Yeah. But I'm not looking on their page like, oh, what what did they do yeah. so I can do this? Because in reality, I didn't have that. I only yeah. had the the firearm guys and the yep. guys, there was only a couple guys like uh, Ty Herrera was one of them or Terrera. Mm. Um, you know, he did Jesse James bikes and all that shit. And then yep. there was a, oh God, I forgot the other gentleman's name, but there was only a handful of guys that I could actually like say, okay, their engraving is like what, what I need to step my game up. And, yeah. I, and, and for motorcycles, it's like, dude, I mean, I, I've been doing bikes for, um, I did a couple of bikes before, but it was like smaller guys, like guys that weren't known. But I started in 05 doing work for the Covington Cycles. Yep. And that was like on the realm at the end of uh, end of the bike build off yep. and all that shit. Yeah, the big wheel choppers. Yep, yep. The big wide wheel choppers. Yep. But, uh, you know, and I've been fortunate enough to do some work for some dope ass people. Yeah. But, dude, that shit didn't happen overnight. No. And then, like, when I started doing work for the motorcycle, I felt like, oh, shit, they're up. To, they were, like, really, they're still well known, but, like, at that time, dude, the TV and their product and, you know, there, there was a lot of shit. And then it's just like, okay, cool, you know? And yeah. I through them, I got to meet, like, a lot of, I met uh, Jeff Holt through them, yep. you know? And, and, you know, dude, when I run into Jeff now, it's like me and him don't know each other as well as you probably do. Yep. But, like, we have that connection. Yeah. And it's a totally different realm. Yeah. But, dude, I had mad respect for him. And, and I, I met a bunch of other people but it's that branch of people that you meet, you know, yeah. and, and it, it's crazy because, um, how, how did you come about meeting me? I forgot. Uh, uh, my, one of my manufacturers. Paul. Yeah. Paul. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the one he told yeah. me cause I was looking for somebody and you know, I, I didn't know what you guys did or nothing. So then yeah. when I went, I think the first day I went there, I mean, you started rapping and it was just fucking, yeah. And then we kind of knew know, some, 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 we knew people. a bunch of the similar people. Yeah. Once, yeah. once we started talking about shit, it was kind of, we were, I think I was there for yeah. three, three hours or so. Yeah. One time I was like, yeah, I just stay here and just wait for this shit. Yeah. Like, we just sit there and you know, bullshit, you know, you know that, but that's fun for me. Like it's, you know, like what I find, what you do is fucking insanely interesting to me. Like the, the engraving, like I, I, I've watched your process and stuff. It's, it's gnarly. And to see all the things that you've touched, like all the vehicles, the fucking guns, the all these amazing. I'm I'm an art person. I love art, and for me, it's not just fucking engraving. This is a fucking piece of. Oh, this bumper is now a piece of art. You know, not to mention it's going on this amazing vehicle. I would just take that bumper and hang it on my fucking wall. You know what I mean? Like, I don't got the car to put it on. You know right, what I mean? Right. But it, 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 but it's these little pieces that make the whole at the end of the day. But it's 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 very like. When, I remember when I first met you and stuff and like, you know, then we started talking about like your history and like all this mm-hmm. shit that you've done. And like, I start, you know, I'm, I'm in your shop seeing yeah. the fucking lowrider fucking magazine articles and all this shit. And I'm like, I remember going back to my wife. I'm like, what the fuck? I tell her all about it, you know, cause I love <laughs> that shit. You know what I mean? So it was really cool. And then you start talking and then like, I remember you showed me like Danny's gun before, you know, yeah. like, the, well, if you know Danny, you're going to like this. And you yeah. like showed me his gun before he even seen the fucking thing. Dude, yeah. And that's what, that's what's crazy because it's like when you, you were the only one to see it before him. Yeah. And the, besides, I think Justin got to see some pictures before him. Yeah. And you know, it, it's a, it's a trip because then, you know, like that connection was made through, uh, my boy Hanro, yep. you know, um, which, He's known Danny for many years. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like for me, it was like a pleasure 
But at that time, I really didn't know Danny yep. at all. And and I asked Hank, I was like, you, you, you sure, dude? Because this is your boy. You do work. You, you know, you sure you don't? No, 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 dude. Like, I told him, like, and then I guess uh, Miguel from Self Made did a podcast with him, too. Yep, and yep. So they communicate, you know, and. And now I did some work recently for Danny on, on his uh, 64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and... Um, you did the handles and shit, didn't you? Um, we did some dash stuff and some little knickknack stuff. Gotcha, like, gotcha, not, gotcha. Not, not crazy. Um, but, but it's still, it's cool, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's different because it's all different realms. Yep. You know? Because it's not like my normal lowrider guys. And I love those guys. I deal with them worldwide. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, my motorcycle guys are different guys. And yep. the, the guys that... Uh, dude, we... Through this uh, pandemic crap, we've been doing like oddball shit, like um, box cutters. Fucking now, I'm just about to start on a machete. That fucking snap-on wrench you do. Oh, is the snap-on. That shit kind of went viral, dude. I, I just tripping I, now. I just seen it right now. Earlier when we were talking, I was going through Instagram. Instagram again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put it in my story because I'm like, what? You know, that's that's the thing. That's what, and that was what's cool about bringing you on the show, though, is because there's all these connections that we have. And I'm right. sure if we started going down the hole, we know probably fucking 20 more Dude, of the same people. Yeah. And and it's like where what I do in the motorcycle industry, engraving and stuff is not really no, of course, something yeah. that's that's there. You know, the diamond cutting is just not really something that's yeah. a part of what I do in the industry. Um, so there's other people that I know that do like low rider bikes and stuff in the industry. Right. So who, they, you know, and it was, that's what's cool about bringing Ooh. you on because your connection to multiple industries that I love. And I right. like, you know what I mean? Maybe I love from the outside looking in kind of deal. Cause I don't have, you know, one day I don't have yet a but, low rider, but you know, but that's the thing is like the rest respect. It's like, I tell sometimes people they're like, they keep coming up to the, at the shows and I've known them for years and I just love their fucking car the way it is. Yeah. They don't have engraving. Yeah. Or maybe they have engraving by somebody else. But man, one of these days I'm going to use you or I didn't use you because your time frame, it wasn't the price. It was like, I was like, cool, dude. I yeah. just love your fucking car. Yeah, it came out it don't sick. Have, like your bike. Dude, I remember the first time I came to your shop, you were like, dude, come here. Like, you yeah. know, he started showing me around. And I'm like, shit that I don't know nothing about bikes. Yep. You know, because I, I don't ride bikes. Yeah. And I don't try to front like, oh, yeah, I'm a bike, bike yeah, rider. Yeah. Like, you know, but- but I do know about the parts. Yep. I just don't ride them. Yep. You know, and then I'm like, you're showing me this, all that, that. And I know you guys, this thing is more like power and, yep. you know, popping wheelies and doing all that kind of shit. Right. Yep. But dude, I'm like, fuck. And the more I researched it, cause that got me intrigued to be like, like you maybe told your wife, I was like, when I went home that night, I was like, fuck, that guy shot pretty fucking bad. I saw. And I remember even asking you about your front little showroom. I'm like, yep. Hey, where'd you get this shit? Like, yep. Because I was like, I'm going to redo my office. I want to, man, I don't know what to do. And I think this is cool. Like, but it's so stupid, but we're totally different. We're different realms. Yeah. But dude, I see what you do. And I started researching more afterwards. I'm like, man, this shit's fucking pretty hardcore. Yeah. You know, and, and, and we, to we, me. We get deep in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, 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 you earn that. Res you, you got to give props to like different ver things, you know, like right, I'm in different right. avenues. Like I'm not just engraving lowriders. That's yeah. kind of the majority I'm known for. Yeah. Motorcycles, which is the Bicla style, Cholo style, whatever yep. they want to call them. Uh, but, but dude, I've done some big wheel bikes. Yeah, like, yeah. I think I'm the first one to do like a 32 inch motorcycle wheel or some shit. You engraved the whole thing? Yeah. Like, Holy you shit. Know, and then uh, same little things like that. But it was just like the, the ratchet thing. You know, yeah. That, that just, it's a the different clientele. The cleaver too. The cleaver. Yeah. You know, um, we did the box cutters, you know, a bunch yep. of box cutters and I posted one and I was like, you know what? I'm going to engrave this one on my little workbench at home. 
just fucking, I'll put up the GoPro and I'll edit it and just yeah. download it. Nothing professional, nothing crazy. I just post it. And, and that little thing got 12 more box cutters after that. Wow. Just because of that one little post, you know. And that, what does something like that go for? Um, a box cutter could go, depending if they want to engrave both sides, chrome, gold, the de- how much detail. They average from like 300 to 600 bucks. Wow, for yeah. a fun. That's gang. That's including. I, I was expecting something more. That's oh, oh. that's a that's them providing it. Now you know, like firearms, you could go from like, I tell people these like at the shows, they always like, do you do firearms? I was like, yes, I do firearms. I only do limited amount of firearms per, per year, per year, because I still stay so busy with everything else that, as much as I would love to do firearms full time, they're they're. They're more meticulous, yeah. you know, especially every year I try to outdo my, my detail amount that I put in and, and it's like, but they vary from like a thousand, 5,000 to 6,000. Like I'm working on a, on a shotgun project right now. That's like, I don't even want to say, but it, it's, it's, it's up there and it, it's, it's going to be crazy as fuck when it's done. It's going to be pretty one off, uh, not just because it's engraved because some other stuff we're doing custom on it, but it's, a. Uh, all these different avenues, you know, tattoo machines. We stay busy with engraving tattoo machines. We do hair clippers. We do all kinds of gangs. You know, but I mean, these shit. guns that you do, I mean, I'm looking at the one right now you did with, uh, with Mr. Cartoon. Yeah. That's what I was about to I ask mean, you. You said you got, uh, you got credited in, um, that Netflix, uh, show or series or whatever. The, uh, yeah, the, the LA originals the, the movie. Yeah. The, it was the, um, LA originals. Yeah. They, I didn't even know that they were do that. Um, is because in a couple of the scenes, Mr. Cartoon's engraving mm-hmm. with the the engraved chrome and gold plated uh, limited edition machine that I did for him. Uh-huh. The bishop, through, the through bishop, bishop rotary. rotary. Yep. Yeah. So I guess because of that, he gave me props. And then at the same time, we were, you know, uh, kind of going back and forth with that gun is actually one of his partner's pieces. It just happened to be that it's his lettering. Mm-hmm. So. It's it's dope because now I'm collaborating with guys like that that are yeah. like on a different level. Yeah. And and does that and make I, you? I mean, like you know, I mean, the, I don't know anything about the engraving scene. You yeah. know, I, I've seen a few other engravers, but I think it's because I started following you and learning about you more that I've seen now. I've seen like other engravers, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And it really just a few. Do you think you know working with these uh, people who are, we'll say are on top of their scene is because possibly you're on top of your scene? Is that how you see that? Or? Man, dude, this is a... Greatness works with greatness. It's it's a trip, dude. Um, and, and it's not to put down anybody else in the scene. I mean, no, they could be on top with you, but I, no, you know what I mean? It's, You know what it is? I think it's just... I I call it being real fortunate, dude. Yeah. Like, And I, I don't... I say... I, I've learned to say no to certain things yep. and yes to some other things. Yep. Um, I've learned to push away certain things to get some other things. Sometimes it doesn't always work. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to answer that. Yeah. You know, but I I know that it's super dope because these are guys that I look up to. Oh fuck yeah! Dude, even before I, I I specifically watched the credits because I knew you were credited in there just so I could read. I was like, dude, oh, and that's I didn't sick. like I didn't know my partner, one of my good friends. He he sends me to me. He's all, fool, check it out. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's dope. So I messaged Cartel. I was like, dude, thanks. You guys didn't have to do that. You know, yeah, like yeah. I'm just. I'm just another dude because yeah. it's not like, but that's, it was like, that's why you're in it though. It, I, yeah, I, I guess people have know, told me the same shit because I feel the same way about myself when something like this happens to me. Like I, I, I say the same thing. I'm fortunate and, and, but sometimes fortunate also means cause I work hard, 
Yeah. You know, and in the same with you, you know, you're fortunate. You're fortunate because you've worked hard. Oh, yeah. You no, know, that's th- for th- sure. <laughs> those times that you didn't go out to the bar that you spoke yeah. about, you know, the times that your homies were bringing you tacos at one in the morning because you're still learning how to engrave oh, yeah. a fucking bumper or whatever you were working on. You know what I mean? It's not fortunate comes in many ways. There's some people that are fortunate, this yeah. right place, right time, you know, uh, but for some of our fortune fortunate ism. I don't know if that's a word or not, but I just, (laughs) it is now, now. just made it up. But because it's came because we've worked hard. Right. So, and, and the mentality I think that you have, which I feel I have, I try to have the same mentality, um, is I'm no different here on this fucking podcast than I'm going to be at that show. I'm not no different than Walmart. I'm no different. Right. We're the same person wherever we are. Yeah. So we are just a normal guy. Dude, and, and that's true. It's just funny because, like, you know, once in a while we'll, we'll go with a boy somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, you know, my wife's always like when we're walking at the shows and stuff and they're like people stop and want to talk. And I like to talk. Me too. Fuck, you, you know, well, yep. we chopped it up pretty good from the beginning. So it's like, I, you know, they'll stop and want to talk. And she's like, she just keeps walking. Oh yeah. Now she knows already. Like uh, he's gonna be there. This fucker's yeah. gonna keep talking. I'm gonna do a loop. I'll be back. So yeah. <laughs> so, but like the boys recently, as they get older, they're like, "Hey, Dad, you're pretty well known." And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess." Yeah. Like, oh, everybody knows you, and I'm like, "No, not everybody knows me. They know yeah. of me." Exactly. That's and, what I tell and, them. And then you know, but it's no different. You know, like don't don't take me wrong. Like I I love when people come to the event and they're like, "Hey, you know." Do a picture, do yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, I guess, but yeah, I don't, you know, I I laugh at that. Oh yeah, because it's like to me, it's and like it's nah, weird, like super weird. But but you know, with the tattoo guys, I've always loved certain tattoo artists, and then I started uh, doing engraving for Bishop, and yep. they 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 uh, Franco has this thing where he he likes to give certain machines to certain guys, and yep. and they're tattooing, and they tag me or he tags me in, it, and I'm like. Damn, that's fucking pretty sick. Like oh, I have to some of the yeah. times take it back and I'm like, dude, and they're like, man, your work's dope. Da da da. And I'm like, dude, are, are you're fucking with me? Like, cause yeah. like your work is ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah. You're fucking putting portraits on people's skin. Uh, you know, I'm just doing engraving and uh, and I know it's an art. It took me a while to process that. Like, hey, this is art, and that's why people appreciate it. But yeah. you're right. It is a lot of fucking hard work, and yeah. and sometimes opportunities come. And I'll take them. And sometimes they don't even make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. Yeah. And it's not about the money. I tell people that shit. It's not sometimes about the money. Yep. And the people that are in it for the money, they're the ones that skate easiest. Oh, 100%. And, and what I mean by skate easiest is... They're, well, they don't have the passion. And, and Passion drives and us. That, that's 100%. to me, you know. I've seen... Um, I was just having this conversation with my apprentice the other day. It's like, you know what? I've seen people come and go in the scene Yep. and, and I'm, I'm only speaking for the lowrider scene and I'm, I don't know how much longer I'll be in it, Yeah. but I know I've gone in many scenes, yep. not just the lowrider scene. So yeah. it's just like, but I've seen people come and go in the industry and I'm like, man, dude, I remember when those fools were doing this and had this car and then boom, boom. And then all of a sudden it's top dogging. Right. And they're gone. Yeah. And me, you know what? I try to stay like a hush whatever. Like I like to post and maybe sometimes people are like, Oh, look at this fucker. He's just being braggadocious. No, <laughs> I'm being braggadocious because it took me fucking that long to be able to do collaborations with a dude like cartoon yeah. or Franco was going from 
Bishop Brody. Like I told you guys earlier before we got on here, like I was last last Friday, we went on the live and and we did the release of uh, the Bishop Juan, the El Chapo ones, and they sold out 25 of them in fucking 14 minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. You know, and... That was it came with a good price tag, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. They're not... They're not... 1500 They're 1600 and two grand. Yeah, wow. Depending on the option you get. For a machine. Yeah. That's and that's, that's not... I, I, I had... No, I, I feel terrible. I, I'm not going to front like, oh, I'm following you forever or whatever. You no, know, Steve, Steve, good Steve, shit. Steve told me, he was like, yeah, we're going to have this... We're going to have uh, Hernan on. So he was like, check it out. So I I, and I was just going through... The, I don't bum my phone. It's fucking getting ready to die right now because I am fucking tripping balls on this work and, and, um, that's the mescaline man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, I had a charger the, in here, but I don't, uh, just because <laughs> the, uh, like, uh, I mean, like low key, like low riders have been like that style of shit like that, like has always been like a dream. Cause like I said, like I, I grew up, you know, and, and, you know, partially in long beach and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So like my family's all been around it. Um, have you heard, uh, the, the Tovars? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I've, I've, I've done a, a little bit of work for one of the Tovar brothers, and I recently did some laser engraving on one of the backing plates for one of the daughters from the Tovars. My, my family grew up with them. That's how yeah. I know the, I don't, I don't know them personally. I've met them yeah. once or twice. Oh, they're fucking, uh, they're Hawaiian Gardens, dude. Yeah, you, my, so my, my, you my grandma fucking, and grandpa were mayor uh, of Hawaiian Gardens. Both oh, of shit, them, all right. You know, uh, when I was a kid, you know, and then- the um, same time? No, no, no. Uh, so my, my joined mayors? No, no, no. <laughs> so my, my grandma was mayor first, and then after, after, um, you know, she had her run. She was done. My grandpa went and ran, and he was mayor of Hawaiian Gardens. So I mean, yeah. I, I go back to the the Hawaiian Gardens, uh, Artesia beefs, and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, but um, like my family from Albuquerque, they know the Tovars. Oh yeah, too. You know, so uh, they're, they're for being the club that they are, or they're just a family club. Yeah, that's dope. They're super cool good dudes. Are you Samoan? You know, no, no, no. Samoan, Samoan, yeah, no, Samoan's that, that deep family ties. So, a Samoan is with Uso, but there's all, they're worldwide. Yeah. Like I make their plaques for them and, um, you know, I have, I used to be part of that club. It's yeah. like, but it's, it's Uso car club uh -huh. from, uh, means brother and Samoan, but like, you know, the Tovars are just Yeah. That's that, that stuff. I'm like, looking at these low riders. I'm like, dude, they're badass. I was like, this shit, this shit's uh, a trip. Like, I'm super pumped. Like, and see, this, those is guys. How, this is how pumped I was when I met her. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this dude's a full blown fucking gangster at what he but, does, dude. But, but the Tovars, for example, dude, I've known the Tovar for a long time. Mm -hmm. They would always, oh, hey, man, like, you know, say hi. Super, super nice guys. All their whole family. And for the longest time, I never engraved anything for them. And I didn't want to, honestly, because I liked that relationship of like, Dude, these guys are super cool. Yeah. And I never did work for them. I just like knowing that I know them. Yeah, yeah. Like th that even makes sense because oh, it's yeah. like for me, it's like same thing when I I met uh certain the Covingtons introduced me to certain people. Um I I'm I Rudy Peña introduced me to Arlen Ness when Arlen was still alive and I went and got a personal tour of his shop. Oh, that's dope. And and this is like many years ago. This is probably in 06, something like that. Yeah. And dude, I was just like, whoa, like this is like motorcycle God right here. We're, you getting, know? Like, we're getting ready to go up there, dude. And, and to me to get that personal tour, Rudy walked in like, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, well, I'm going to trip oh, out when I go there. Shit, I'm going to trip out. Like their building is huge. I don't yeah. know if it's still the same building or not. It was um up there in Northern Cal, but it's like 65,000 square foot or some shit. Three, three levels. or I think if I, yeah. if I remember right. It was huge. I know one area they could back up their whole big rig in there. Jeez. It was just like, 
that's what I remember, you know, but yeah. it's, um, we're getting ready to do a podcast with Zach Ness. That's the badass. Yeah. That's badass. It was, it, it, it was weird. So this, this year, Arlen Ness, like the company sponsored a bike that we did. So it was mm. weird for me because of, you know, I've been doing this. I've been in the motorcycle industry off and on for a very long time and then doing what I'm doing now for very long. But, but Arlen Ness to me is like the fucking godfather of customization. Right. You know, and then the company sponsored us with some parts to do a bike, which was like, Oh shit. And then my, my good friend, Justin Georges, who does their social media and their photography stuff. And he was on the podcast during he one of the IG live ones with us. Okay. And he works directly for them, you know? And so Zach was like, I want to go on the podcast. So now I'm texting Zach Ness. You know what I mean? Just yeah. recently, like two weeks ago, like I started, we kind of linked up finally. And now I have Zach Ness's phone number in my phone, which to me, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like it's those little things like, you know, like, oh, you know, these are those yeah. moments. Like, did I just, did I level up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Did I just, did I just level up in this situation? Now I get to, I get to text this person. Like, yeah, that's weird, man. Dude, it, it, that, that is weird. Cause that's how I feel with, uh, cartoon or Franco oh, or some of these. I would fucking trip out, like, bro. I've been like, to the Vatican. Dude. I've been there once. Man, and that, I don't know how long ago you've been there, but. Oh, it's dude, been when I when I go there, probably. okay, like how I felt like in your little, um, in, in your showroom. Yep. And I asked you the first time I came, I'm like, oh, cool. Every time I go there, I'm like, oh, yeah, the Vatican. idea. Like, I, the Vatican, damn. the trip. I was trying to explain to Victor, my apprentice the other day, is like, dude, when you go into there, you feel like you stepped in a fucking gallery. So for you, for those who don't know, because like, you're probably like, what the fuck are these fools talking about? Um, the Vatican is Franco Vescovi's fucking tattoo studio. He calls it the Vatican. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking decked out in fucking crazy artwork throughout the Bro. whole fucking thing, dude. It's fucking That's wild. not even the area where they tattoo out of. That That's like their area where you like lounge. Mm-hmm. But it just, it's private, but it's badass, dude. Like high level. Like, yeah. And, and it's, it's a trip. Um, I like telling people sometimes how you meet somebody else, you know, and how, how it triggers down into the the branch of how everything just splits. Like, Oh, you met this person from this. But I always remember one guy, he was a photographer. Um, he was kind of like a freelance for low rider and, uh, and dub, I think it was, a his name was Jay Bueno. Well, Jay Bueno used to shoot a lot of motorcycles, low riders. And then he introduced me to a guy from Australia and the guy is named Nick. And now he's in Vegas now, but, uh, back then he had a Harley. I did some engraving and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, the heart, the Nick, he has a tattoo. He was a tattoo artist and he was linked up with cartoon. And then we did the Bishop Rotary with him. It had kind of started by him. Like, and then he had me doing for cartoon for Franco. So that's how I met those guys. Yeah. But I would say, because if it wasn't for Jay, one day we were just walking around at a show in San Fernando, a little lowrider show at a high school. And he goes, tap me in the back. And he says, hey, hey, friend, are you Hernan? I was like, yeah. Hey, man, I know from lay it low. Da, da, da. But because of that tap on my shoulder, I could have been a douchebag and said, like, who? Like, what? You know? Yeah. Like, like, that happened to me when I was younger. Yep. And, dude, I've said this on, on some another podcast thing. It was like, they... Because one person was a douchebag to me, yep. I'll never do the work for those guys, even though they hit me up three fucking times. Yeah, I have a choice now too. But yep. even back when, when I was, what do you say? No, you like, just tell them no or what? I, I just kind of, oh, I don't have time or too high yeah. price or some. I'll make up some shit because honestly, 
it's like, you shouldn't be a douchebag. No. You should be, I'm not saying, okay, if somebody's coming at you wrong, okay, that's different. Yeah. You got to protect yourself. Yeah, but you, like, you, I'm not talking about sucking nobody's dick to get anything done. Yeah, exactly. Just but, be a, a decent right. human. That's it. And and that's my thing. It's like, you know, if it wasn't, if I, I could have turned around to Jay and been like, blah, blah, blah. but dude, look at the connections I see. Jay passed away, unfortunately, from cancer. And, but I see the, the branch. It went uh-huh. Jay, Nick, Cartoon, Franco, Franco, this, this, yeah. boom, boom. It's all a connection. Nick with his motorcycle, this cartoon. Now, now I'm doing those firearms for cartoons. But, you know, like, it's just, it's one of those things where you're just like, you got to sit back sometimes. Because I do. Sometimes I, I, I'm i at my shop and I'm like, you saw how it's kind of set up. Yep. It's nothing fancy. No. People think like, oh, shit, he must have like, like it's nothing fancy. No. And, and I'm like, I sit back sometimes when my guys aren't there. I get to the shop kind of early and I'm like, I look up and I'm like, I'm having one of those moments like, fuck this. I need to give... I'm gonna throw in the fucking towel and yep. and then I look back and I'm just like, damn, like damn. But I just, I just scratched, told, I just scratched the surface though. Yeah, and they're like, where can it, it go? I just told somebody this the other day. Um, it's actually my my son's one of one of my son's godmothers. I was like, you know what? I'm like, I never imagined that, that if you would ask me so many years ago that I had like the size square footage of shop that I have, I would have said there's no way. Yeah, yeah, same. And and, and you know, yeah. well, shit, look. Yeah. Since I've, I've known you, you're already grown, you know, yep. and and that that's what I'm like. Okay, well, if I did that, well, what? Why what, can't what, I do this? Yeah, what can I do? So now there's like years? no nose. <laughs> it's yeah. like I could do it. Yeah, there's nose to jobs, but there's yeah. not nose to what I've your ability. Uh, your yeah, my ability. Your yeah. ability, your outcome, your everything. Yeah. See, that, that was I'm showing a picture. That's a picture that was in yeah, that, down in San Diego yeah, last. Yeah, yeah, that's year, for the tribal. For the yeah. tribal thing. Yeah, yeah Bobby yeah. Tribal's thing. Yeah. Yeah, that that show was badass too. Yeah. That was yeah. one of the tow bars. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I uh, think they have the test where they uh the tow bars have that test where if you if uh they slam their ride, they put a, a dollar bill in if, if you can pull it, that's not that's not their ride. <laughs> like so like if they slam it on top of the bill and you can pull it, that means it's not low enough. Wow. So they like they, you got it's like That's so fucking sweet. Yeah, them. man. Bye. They're very they're kind of very, very well known in that. Yeah, they're like they're like OG, like yeah, like cool dudes. Like yeah. the, whole, the whole family's cool. Like my uncle, because he grew up with them too. Yep. So you know, as, as soon as I leave here, I'm gonna call him up and be like, dude, I just <laughs> yeah, just talk to dude that worked with because he he loves everything. He's got all the lowrider magazines with them yeah. and stuff like that in there. So he's gonna he's gonna fanboy. It, dude, <laughs> tough. It, it it is weird that I've had multiple situations where I've got to talk to, shake hands, get a phone call from somebody, and like I fanboy out. Like when, when lucky, I mean, when uh, chopper Dave was fucking, he, he started making our fucking, uh, our cast air cleaner covers, dude. I, I fanboyed out, you know, I mean, I, I, this guy's, I love this guy's bike build since fucking, cause you know, I love choppers and then now he's making parts for us. You know what I mean? And then I, like I met him at born free last year. I never even met him. We just started working together and I even walked up to him like, Hey, I'm going to fanboy for a minute, dude. I'm fucking Steve. Like blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I've really always liked your bikes for a long time. So it's really neat that you're making parts for us. And he kind of just looked at me. He's like, okay. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just like walked off, dude. And I was like, that's it. I don't well, need to do well, anything I else. I went through that with, with, um, well, I mean, I, I, I'm not that I want a fanboy, but, uh, I was at Starbucks actually. And uh, this was, I don't know, probably like a month or so ago. And I, I was wearing a speaking shirt. Mm-hmm. And while I was sitting at the window waiting, the guy was, you know, uh, taking my card or whatever. And then he leans over and he's handing it back. And he was like, he was like, oh, and then, plus I had a hat on the dash too. And he's like, oh, Speed Kings? He was like, oh, I fucking, I love that shop. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he goes, yeah. Um, 
He's like, are you familiar? Like you, you know, he's like, he's like, yeah. And I was like, yo, Steve's my homie. He's like, you know, Steve. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it's like you talk to Steve. I'm like, yeah, fool. I'm on the podcast. With him. I was like, that's you. I'm like, yeah. And he was like, but you know, Steve. I'm like, fuck, here we go. <laughs> touch this hand. I shook Steve's hand with this hand yeah. right here. Go ahead, touch this. Here, Let the touch powers it. transfer. I touch this ball with this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he was all about it, dude. He was just like, dude, that's so fucking rad. He was like, yeah, because yeah, then he started talking about bikes and stuff like that. And yeah. He was like, I got this from Speed Kings and that from Speed Kings. I'm like, all right, it's dude. weird though. Yeah, yeah it's super weird. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's rad, and I like to project that like energy. And I'm fucking dude. I'm always thankful for all of our customers because we wouldn't be here without them. But it's super weird because I'm just some fucking like just like you think though. I'm just some dude, man. See, like, that's, that's all I'm it's thinking. It's the thing. It's I'm just some dude. I do stupid shit on YouTube because you know, like I like to. I love creating content. That's my thing. That's why we do this podcast. That's why we're gonna start filming again. I love creating that. That's like my thing. I yeah. I filmed the skateboarding when I was in high school, oh, and I edited cool. videos, and we put out video. You know what I mean? Like so, it's always been something I like to do, and now I get to do it, and then there's a a platform to put it out on, and it's like. Mm -hmm. And I, and you know, this is what I enjoy and that's what has like helped us build our brand and our name. And then people love us for it. And it's, that's the part where it's weird. Like when I had to sign an autograph, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Why do you, and, you know, and, and it wasn't signing anything to the IRS, you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I just signed, signed some dude's skateboard or something, you know? I'm like, this is a fucking, this is weird. Yeah. But it's cool, you know? Fucking, I mean, I don't, I, you know, I, I'm the same with you though. Like. I don't ever try to treat anybody like a piece of shit or nothing. Like when I go to shows, man, you want to come talk to me, let's talk. I'll fucking sit there and talk to people for hours, dude. dude I've seen, I've seen Steve at I, shows. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if you buy something from me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you've ever bought something from me. If you want to come up, you want to shake hands, you want to take pictures, you want to talk, you want to fucking discuss your bike. You want me to come see your bike. Let's fucking go over yeah. there. Like, you know, cause that's what I love too. Like I love the community of this because you know, it means something to me because right. I'm not here just for money. I'm here for the long haul. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's one of our things too. Like our event we put on helps the community. You know, we constantly give back to our community of this situation. And I think that's big for us because the motorcycle community is very small, even though it feels like it's this huge big. thing. It's not right. You know, when you go on, when you, if, if it was so huge, you'd see more bikes on the road, oh, you yeah. see cars, you know, but you know, it's definitely a trip. That's a, that's crazy. You said about helping the community. Like there's certain things that I do that I don't post. I don't yep. do nothing about it because if I, if I post, if it's something like, Oh, it's a GoFundMe for a close friend or something yep. like, yeah, but I don't like just posting that kind of stuff. But like there's, there's things that we do. And recently we just got hit up to do um, some other more community active things. And I'm just like, okay, once all this passes and hopefully it'll go back, yeah, what I want to call normal and we're able to help more things because I've noticed that the more you help, the more you're going to get too. Yeah, And it's not like you just want to do that on purpose either, but no. there's, there's no need to like, I know sometimes you got to show people that you're at least doing something. Yeah. But I know, I know there's, I'm so grateful that I'm able to even have work around this time yep. and, and be busy from, not just places here in the States, you know, you're all around. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that means that I'm able to help somebody. And so like what you said about, sometimes I feel bad at events. Like people want to keep talking. I'm like, I got to work, you know, yeah, like, yeah. and, and, and I, I want to sit there and bullshit. Trust me. 
but you got to do yeah. but you know when you're in an event doing the engraving live yeah. i don't i go to the event because i'm the face of this business <laughs> <laughs> no i mean my my main job well, literally is to talk to people at the events yeah, that's my main that's goal good. you know because that's the weird thing is people want to talk to me I don't know why still, I still don't get it, but they do want to talk to me for some reason, just because they see me on YouTube and fucking Instagram and shit. And I'm you know, forever grateful. You know what I mean? But so it's a, uh, I have the opportunity right. where, you know, if I was there trying to fucking work on a bike live, like well, it's a little different, you know, sometimes I'm not, I'm actually, I'll pause and I'll, I'll sit there and talk to people or customers and yep. I'm like, Oh no, this is this much. Or my wife's there helping or one of my guys is helping, but it, it's like, Sometimes I'm like, okay, I got, I got to get back to oh, yeah. business, and then, but it just sucks because sometimes I'm like, hey, sorry, you know, like, hey, why don't you hit us up, and then we'll, we'll yeah. chop it up more well, about it, it. And it means more probably for you to be there engraving live though, because, like, if I saw you engraving, like, if I was at a show and I saw you engraving live, I want to see you in your element doing your work. Yeah. You know, and like maybe an opportunity to take a picture of you doing the work kind of deal. You know what I right. mean? You know, and, know. and then, then to sit there and try to pick your brain and, and talk to you about whatever, you know, but, and I also get people are going to want to see like, Oh, here's an opportunity to get a price from you or, you know, whatever. Yeah, and so sometimes that, at shows it's difficult because people are like, well, I got this and this and this, uh, you know what? Hit me up because if I give you a price right now, I'm, I'm, I'm on my show thing, you know, it's just like, it's going to be better if you email me or call, yeah, yeah. you know, or we even have the option. You could text the shop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not going to text me direct, but you can yeah. text the shop and, and you're, you're there. Trust me. It's going to go through me anyway, yeah, yeah. but it's just, it's one of those things. And it's just like, you know, I, I, I like showing the people live engraving. Yep. One, it shows them how long it takes and this, and that, and like, but, um, you know, it, it brings a crowd in. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm um, sure. And uh, it, it's just crazy because we've had girls, you know, booty short, little tops, right there, passing out flyers, or whatever. And she's still passing out, and then we start. I start engraving. Yeah, you know, it means more. And and uh, you can go on the internet and see them completely yeah. nude oh, for, for free. Sure. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I've mean, heard. it's cool, man. I've heard. But, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. yeah. No, I, yeah. you know, I've, yeah, I've done it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now, Hernan, man, I really thank you coming out here, man. I know no it's, uh, you know, time is money and money is time. So I appreciate you taking time with us and hanging out and bullshitting. And uh, no I'd problem. definitely like to get you on the show here in the future again. And Thanks for having you know, me, man. I really appreciate it. See where you're at. It. And, man, and, it, was, it was good shit. Like, yeah. I, you know, maybe next time you're having a class, give us a call. We'll come. I want to come by and check it out. Cool, for sure. Where, where can, if, if people want to find you on, on Instagram, where can they find you? It's engrave underscore it. That's E-N-G-R-A-V-E underscore I-T. Um, you could also Google that or Google note chicken scratch on YouTube. Yep. Um, it'll show up and then there's some videos there of start to finish process. There's some that are time-lapse and some that are like an hour long. Yeah. Um, and I don't show hundred percent, but it shows the process. Uh, we don't show the sharpening part on there and not like, but it shows the process of me working on a, on a air cleaner for a motorcycle or, um, door handles or a rear axle cover, Hell yeah. you know, um, a little education. Out yeah. There. A little bit here and there. Um, you know, and we, we've been trying to do more videos but sometimes I get like so sidetracked that everything's hard to post. Got a lot time. going on, man. It's hard. Yeah. So, but, um, that's how mostly you'll find me. If not, you could just Google my name Hernan Deloya, or you could Google engrave it. Boom. Engrave it ink and uh, it'll all pop up. There you De go. Definitely oh. check out his Instagram. I'm telling you this shit's yeah. popping. Like, we have a Facebook, but, 
I'm not that good at Facebook. Me neither, dude. I but hate I'm, Facebook. I'm trying to have somebody else work on that for me right now. So Perfect. hopefully, hopefully we'll get that cracking more. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. It all baby steps. Yep. Yep. Somehow. <laughs> Lorenzo, my man, thank you for your time. As always, out, it's a pleasure. Man. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys later. This episode of Shooting the Shit with Speed Kings is fueled by 11 Bravo Coffee, a veteran-owned mobile coffee shop where a dollar for every pound brewed or sold is donated to veteran organizations. 11 Bravo Coffee Company supports many community and motorcycle events, and if you'd like to learn more about 11 Bravo Coffee Company or book them for your event, head over to 11bcc.com or visit them on Instagram and Facebook at 11 Bravo Coffee Co. We love their coffee, man. They come to a lot of events with us and set up, and we're lucky to have their cold brew on tap here at the shop. So go ahead, check them out.